0: bottom line is like you need the time to think about you know what you're doing proactively whatever you're doing and you can make a difference and if you don't have the time to be proactive with your health you're going to run into trouble right. so i think in everything in, in in your world here at your studio and then in what we see upstairs in, our, in the medical practice and dancers at lma is that we've been brainwashed to think that everything is instantaneous and we don't need to think about things to you know
1: Mm, no need to think right and that doesn't take work too right
2: I'm good. Okay, you don't have to be rude. Testing, testing. You don't have to be rude. Well, I thought that was you had set the precedent to be. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Ah, thank you for having you me.
1: You are here for Ooh. this grand. You, view. you. I'm gonna. I'd like An, my name. It says Anthony P. Ortiz. Don't give my middle initial. Don't emission. give your address. <laughs> Do don't you give me? my address. I have it right here, but don't give it. Thank you. Okay, just checking. Mm-hmm. What about the Zip. garage code? Zip it. Zip it. You were saying. Social security number? None of it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You are the new co-host for this show, and we're introducing you at the end of season five. Okay, And and yes, Mildred will occasionally be a co-host as well, but she'll be in and out. You're going to be here every single one. It's going to be a grand new journey for all of us. We've done five seasons of this show uh originally there was another co-host obviously she's not with us anymore and now it's going to be you and me that's fine it doesn't matter you don't need to worry about that she's she's doing great she's doing great things as far as i know anyway (laughs) thank you you're welcome welcome to the show tony welcome to movement matters Um, we're ending season five together and we're starting season six together
2: I appreciate being invited to finish off a season that was successful question mark it was very successful especially because
1: it was the second um, year that you sponsored can we can we highlight Ortiz art as uh, a, not necessary
2: not, not necessary. necessary fine you're shy you feeling modest yeah. <laughs> I rather I, I like keeping my horses in their own stables so i'm here to be with you and okay. to promote movement matters and i'm grateful and you happy to be one to
1: sponsor the show
2: i am absolutely going to sponsor that's the all show. that matters okay mercenary colin
1: <laughs> well i gotta keep this um the board happy
2: the board yeah i thought i was going to be on the board you will be once we um i'm not going to fundraise so don't put me on the board fair enough
1: there you will absolutely be on the board I don't believe that's
2: true but anyway (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah well I'm not known for lying but all right (laughs) (laughs) well I'm coming from a place of no today
1: just so you know that's good that's appropriate that's how it's been for most of our our lives together um yeah, so, uh, this is the bonus episode, if you will, of season five. We, we I recorded with Vivi and Keith, Dr. Keith, uh, back in late February, early March. It was a part one and part two. This is obviously part one, and part two will um, release in conjunction with part one. But um, yeah, we're going to mostly make this about you and me, and then we'll introduce them at the end of this, and it'll be, you know, we'll turn the page. Sounds like a deal. Closing the chapter. Close, are we? Ter- are we? Are we ending a chapter or ending a book? What do you think? What's oh, a chapter. that's a, a chapter. Great. It's not a whole
2: new book. No, no, okay. no, no. I think that this is at least a, or is this a box set? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I like that. And the colors, different colors for the box set. Oh, okay. We can do that. Like uh, some sort of child's. Discovery series. I was curious
1: what movies or books you thought of when you pictured a box set. Don't look into my eyes like that, by the way.
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking into the wonky one. <laughs> That's I, what I'm saying, don't look at that one. Nope. I what box set was I thinking about? Well, I I wasn't. I was just was thinking of the eye? abstract. Oh, okay. Box set.
1: All right. So it wasn't Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or...
2: Uh, are those books? Uh,
1: they are. Oh, and thought, films. I thought they were just films. films. They're mm. both. Okay. They're both.
2: You know.
1: Yeah. I used to be really into them. I'm not as... Maybe it's because of things happening, uh, changing at home. I'm not as focused on them anymore. But they're very... I mean, there's still the Aragorn statue up here. He's a character from Lord of the Rings, by the way. They oh, play, I play, thought play that the, was the guy from Harry the Potter. The strapping Vigo Mortensen... <clears throat> And his prime in his heyday.
2: I thought that was Snipes all this time. Did you? Professor Snipes. Seriously? Yeah, that's what it looks
1: like. First off, it's Professor Snape, played by the late Alan Rickman. Oh. no, it's uh, Viggo Mortensen, who is still with us. Um, Bless his soul. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Captain Fantastic? Remember you and Ari specifically thinking, oh my God.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought how successfully you could have played that role. Yeah, especially when he was chased by the police through the woods. <laughs> that didn't happen. No, no. Well, that was a different. You didn't movie. even
1: see it. You're just referring to the trailer. Uh, that was a different one. That one was a man with actual PTSD from being in the military. That was Benjamin Foster. Uh, they're all the
2: same movie. No, they're
1: not. <laughs> they are different especially Uh because Vigo was in the one did you you never even saw it of course I saw it yeah right yeah child of mine at the end your favorite and all that okay yeah Yeah,
2: well I don't yes yes
1: you're not. I, I king, have. I like have so. Sort of right. Yeah. yeah I right. have.
2: I have a lot
1: of. It's one of those things that I'm things. interested in. You have memories uh, that you've made up that you you remember really well. But you, you know they're be, really good. Yeah. You have those. <laughs> you remember those those things that never happened so well. And I have this imagery. from I films. don't
2: believe you have the authority to tell me that these <laughs> things didn't happen. But uh, oh, wow. if so we're that's make okay. A
1: true psychonaut. Yeah.
2: If yeah, that's, that's how you feel about it. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You can see why. <sighs> no, actually <laughs> nobody can see why the two of us are friends. <laughs> Cause we are For so, example. we are yeah. so opposed to each other.
1: We have in front of us a response from the young Wendy Thomas. I assume she's not young. Um, the representative of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. You and I wrote to her. Well, you wrote to her. We wrote to a handful of of folks. Um, what date was that again? It was back in... Uh, I will tell you. It was late May. It no, you was, dated. It.
2: I did date it, I thought. I could easily look it up for I, everybody. Uh, June 25th of twenty two.
1: That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Not late May. So late June. Yeah, we wrote these letters, and you got responses, which is great. So the context of these letters, do you want to give the context of these letters? Uh, sure, sure, technically sure, sure, they were she wrote back to you.
2: That's true. Um, <clears throat> it was yet another morning after an awful shooting event, or a week after the a shooting event. And it was also when the Supreme Court... Uh, overturned Roe v. Wade or at least the discussion before the actual occurrence and um, we were all just a little bit uh, uneasy about the whole thing and we wanted our voices to be heard so one of our mutual friends uh, came up with the idea that we should sit down and reach out to representatives and congress people and and um, other people with alleged power and so that's what we did yeah that's what we did we both wrote letters and uh, one of our con- one of my main concerns was the uh, wanting increased control measures for guns and gun violence and um, another one uh, that may or may not have been influenced by Roe v Wade was the idea that, perhaps same-sex marriage might be on the chopping block as well right so yes on may
1: 24th was the rob elementary school shooting in uvalde and then a month later on saturday june 25th we put it out there to as many people as were willing to show up or wanting to show up that we were going to do a letter writing campaign and yeah two other <clears throat> mutual friends uh, helped come up with that idea too instead of talking about something to do even as simple and maybe asinine as it could be let's actually put pen to paper and send our you, you know write out complete sentences and share our thoughts with people like you said who have supposed power and we did it and I have to say it was it was good to do it felt powerful it was actually a lot of work to do it well as it was a lot just, of work Free, throw, you know, free thought we didn't have we had a template but we didn't follow it completely because it was a little too robotic and cookie cutter and i think we both knew that the key here is a little bit of uh, have some humanity in there a little bit of personal touch if you have a little personal flair and clearly with respect to representative thomas that that worked you got responses to both your letters so kudos to wendy thomas can we give her address
2: uh, I'm, I'm sure we can uh, she is
1: I don't know the code to her garage or her social security number but we can uh, maybe so question is do we do this again you know and we're now um, three less than three months from the big election the big midterms if you will right isn't November the midterm
2: elections uh, yes it is right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I know there are, pr- there are a bunch of primaries leading mm-hmm, up. We, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've we had them in PA. Um, that is the nature of that family text, of course. So I mentioned I watch The Daily Show every... I, I watch part of it most mornings when I'm like getting ready and doing my thing, especially if, um, if there's enough time to just let it sink in. And this morning, Alex Wagner was the guest, and she... I, th- I think she's a pretty smart journalist, to say the least. Pretty um, committed to at least the truth and also bringing as many people together as possible. And she was uh, not shy about her concerns for this, for the future of our um, union, uh, but also remaining hopeful. And, yeah.
2: That's on. a good key, is to <laughs> remain hopeful. Uh, it's so easy to... Just shake your fist and be angry and, and walk away and say nothing's ever going to change. But um, I do believe that we could, uh, the simple act of writing a letter or, or, or even writing a check in support of something that you care about will help you immensely.
1: You know, I talk a lot about this privately, and I do so sometimes publicly, especially in this forum with the con with the podcast. <clears throat> um, and when why I felt moved about Alex was because she very specifically used the term um, Christian. I think she said either extremism or fundamentalism, and the uh, she she brought that into the conversation with Trevor Noah. That's actually the main reason that I was compelled to uh, echo her, and. She was talking about DeSantis and how DeSantis is not uh,
2: the governor of Florida. The
1: governor of Florida, sorry, Governor DeSantis. What's
2: all the heir uh, apparent to the Republican Party?
1: Yeah, she was very much because she had been just down there and was and fresh off the um, the plane from everything that she has been experiencing there. And I I guess I'm just I want to ask you instead of me just going on one of my own little. You know, in season five i I opened up a lot about all of this, and I'm not interested I'm not interested in opening up in any like chaotic or rambly way, but I want to keep beating a particular kind of drum, which is that we need to ask ourselves and I'm asking you to the extent that you want to comment on this um all right if if Christianity were good enough uh what would that world look like? And, of course, my bias is to say that it's not good enough, at least for this country, for this union, to really um, improve and evolve and become an even better place for all of us. Christianity and, quote-unquote, God are not good enough. So there you go. I'm going to just step out of the room while you take it from there. I think it's
2: just an interpretation
1: (laughs) of Christianity and God. I mean, I... It I, literally says in the notes, by the way, because um, I was given this. It says Christianity isn't good enough. i was just trying to not just. I was trying not to just read completely. I, 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 off the
2: yeah, notes. yeah, no. I mean, that's certainly a great, um, <laughs> a great rabble rousing point, but I is is it Christianity or is it religion in general? Great. So you know? yeah,
1: and rabble rousing isn't the intention because what what good is that? I think.
2: Go on. It yeah. just allows religion well rap. <clears throat> It seems to me that any sort of religious militancy is not moving civilization forward enough. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's because of my bias um, or not.
1: I'm not sure you and I have a bias.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what I'm willing to reveal yet yeah you know I think we have a whole season oh, to reveal boy. things and um, well, I
1: should say that we've already recorded episode one of well the next I season. yeah but
2: that's just that's personal stuff that that's <laughs> that's that's just like stupidity that's that's like you know fair Bo- Borscht Belt comedy it's not about you know tenants and faith and all that other whatnot that's that's the real stuff and what was the code to the garage again oh my god you're not even making sense anymore I live in a garage, everybody. <laughs>
1: his, his apartment is actually just a garage. Yeah. And there's a 20 digit code. Thank God it's 20 digits. Nobody would be able to get that. Yeah. No. You need some major security or major um, hacking ability for that.
2: All right. Ready? Boop, 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 boop. That's what it is.
1: There's a deeper, if you will, or a more thorough backstory to these questions. Again, I, I've been pretty frank and candid up to this point, And Especially after, and that's why this all ties in. Especially after, Uvaldi and and Roe versus Wade being um, subject to change, and obviously it has changed, and other legislation being subject to change. There's no <clears throat> there's no way to ignore, or you would have to be very much trying to ignore the fact that the compulsion to change certain legislation and the impetus to uh move this country in a particular direction is coming from a like you said a particular interpretation of christianity and and religious uh traditions but specifically christian stories the the driving force is from a particular interpretation of Christianity it is a particular brand of Christianity
2: it, there's an absolutism there's 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 no room for there to be any gray everything is all good or all bad so and I think that is a problem
1: it is and we're trying to tactfully talk about it without just simply saying that's the problem and we have to act a certain way that's the hard part it's a problem, and we need to really slow down and think through. This is the part that becomes tedious, and I know that. We need to think through without wait without just, you know, navel gazing. How did we get here and how do we move forward so that we're not repeating the same uh processes? We're not repeating the same and we're not continuing to play the same games. And I think it's easy for people to play out the "quote unquote" Christian game because the um, it's very clear. The playbook is very clear. The all the questions are already answered. All of the the structure, the infrastructure, has been mapped out for thousands of years. You do this, you do this, you do this, you get this. And the bottom line is, even though there's that playbook there's that handbook there is that conventionally I'm just going to I'm just going to say it as opposed to having to repeat this whole particular brand of Christianity there is that Christian playbook that is obviously very old and it's not the only one there are a lot of them but that's the one that's seemingly most relevant to this country at this time in this context especially with regard to legislation so the point is that is the most relevant playbook at this moment so is it good enough? And if it's good and en- and is it, if it's good enough for whom, and for what? <clears throat> and obviously, my bias is that it's not good enough, and it's not working in the way that a better approach could.
2: That's interesting. I think that there is a tendency for even if it's not even if it's not working people have invested so much energy and effort into it that they're unsure and frankly unmotivated to move away from it it takes them their own personal loss it takes them the personal loss of one of their children in school or 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 one of their daughters having a difficulty getting an abortion or 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 their wife not wanting to have that child or or, or what have it it has to be a personal basis before they're able to make any sort of change and unfortunately even though this is affecting all of us this gun violence etc it's not enough to motivate people i i I, we can't even we couldn't even get a full room to write letters so how are we going to get how are we going to get people to like we can't even get people to vote that's the easiest thing in the world to do and people just aren't interested yeah
1: hence alex wagner was concerned okay among many other reasons yeah for sure and i what i want to end this season with and also you know we began i guess we already recorded the first episode and and there's a different tone we're ending on a a very big tone especially because the conversation with vivian keith goes all the way back to putin invading ukraine um in fact there was a lot happening right then when we were talking about when the three of us sat down and that's still relevant obviously Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Um, and will be for a long time, no matter what happens. So there's no shortage of problems. there's no there's no, yeah, there's no one who isn't aware of some big problem. The approach normally, though, in this country is paradigmatically very, it's very specific and it is very Christian. It's not It's not only Christian, but the Christian component is what is informing it a lot of the time, which is there is already, this is the approach. The approach is there is already a um, solution that we figured out. We have the map. We have all the answers and we just need to keep pushing this program. We just need to keep pushing this story and that's what's going to work. And it's, but I no- think it's fair to say that's m- not true enough and it's maybe even not true at all. Of course, I don't want to throw the baby out the bathwater. There is, you know, look, I'm going all the way back to the uh, the Trojan War where we appropriately have to, if not before that, uh, to understand these stories. It's not just Christian in its, so to speak, origin. But the program that we're pushing has everything to do with The core principle is we already have all the answers. We don't need any new information. We don't need any new um, details. We have all the answers. We just need to keep reinforcing the the structure as it is.
2: You're saying that...
1: that's I'm saying that's you're saying that we have the answers are you saying that, the that they believe
2: that we have the answers oh, I'm
1: saying they believe that I thought sorry it. if that got wasn't got clear got I'm saying that that's the belief <laughs> okay yeah okay and but I think also saying that's not true and it's not good enough I'll be yeah. more explicit I- that's dumb <laughs>
2: I don't know that we can s- distill it down to just one thing though cuz I mean there has to be secular things also that are that are influencing people and that are making them do things. I mean, it's just even the American system, not to not to get us canceled on the very <laughs> first time that I'm on the microphone, but it's like it's a system based on greed and so yeah. They're just doing uh, w- one would believe that the quote unquote man is going out and just like worried about his needs you know I have to have like you know the big house the big car the big bank account and oh my god things don't work out well Uh, thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers so he falls into the old paradigm of like you know oh well uh, this is the band-aid that's gonna work and then I think people start focusing on the new penny
1: well you you and Mildred and I when we um the beginning of the next season if you will we very clearly shared our grievances with regard to less obviously christian issues like uh i hate i hate these phrases but cancel culture and and issues with speech and so on and so forth and and the overly sensitive Quite frankly, the I would call it the tyranny of feelings. To be provocative, that's right? good, and that's the thing we I'd touched that. on. The three of us are attempting to, with a variety of experiences and points of view and, and backgrounds, a very a very diverse group, arguably, um, shed light on a different up op- a different approach, a different than those examples, because it's, I believe, in essence, the same compulsion, the same catalyst is driving some of those tendencies, which is to say, there's a foundational core drive to um, uh, to perceive a threat, to perceive some other, to perceive the other as absolutely separate and absolutely threatening and absolutely in the way. And I'm suggesting that, in a sense, that is the old story. That is the paradigm that has gotten us to where we are. And it's not just Christian, but it is mostly in um, in our faces in a Christian way. How is that relevant to, say, <clears throat> um, speech issues? Well, the same basic—I'm You know, I'm not the first person to point this out, but there's a whole just reinforcing of sin, the ideas of sin. It's just transferring— what is God and sin to something else? In essence, to be frank, instead of God being this uh, this force all ar- away from us and and um, absolutely in control, and the 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 primary thing that we refer to, no matter what, the key constant that we know, instead we've transferred that to simply ourselves and our beliefs and our perceptions and our interpretations and our feelings. That's become God. So it's just two sides of the same basic coin of extremes, two sides of the same basic coin of black and white thinking, either or. Uh, You mentioned gray. So I'm trying to point out, as some people have done in a simpler way, there needs to be a middle way. There needs to be yes to this gray. There needs to be a centrism, if you will. There needs to be a um towing of the line or razor's edge whatever there's a bunch of different ways to word it and fine to all of that but why i think the why is the key and it's because every other approach simply just reinforces uh what we've already been doing every other approach simply just reinforces some kind of war game clearly clear quite frankly some kind of we're going the that's the threat that's the uh that group or those people are the ones that are in the way they're the problem and that's how i'm primarily going to perceive the world as if there is a a group that is threatening and there is a group that is the problem and that was a mouthful
2: yeah so you're you're saying that we're coming from a mindset of being defensive or being offensive so yeah over and over and over and over and over exactly so it keeps on coming back to the the modern term the binary like the yes and no the black and white the on off the the zero one um so we're suggesting that we need to at least have an in-between or or, or just allowing not knowing at times.
1: Often. <laughs> Probably often. But, and that's so anxiety-producing. There's such an angst, and I experience... I mean, I can speak to the angst, and I can also more, more painfully speak to seeing people dealing with that angst, especially young men, because I really perceive... This is exactly why I'm saying the Christian, the Christian possibility, or even the the athlete possibility, or the um, soldier possibility, any kind of like option that you could choose to emulate in the past. I think people have realized it's not all that it's cracked up to be, and it's. Um, it's falling short and i think there's a lot of young men in particular who are struggling because they see wow those kinds of uh, hero concepts or constructs are are really not as compelling as a uh, as i once thought as a kid or as previous as my parents may have thought or my friends before me may have thought or my older brother and it doesn't it's not unique to men of course but i'm just speaking to a lot of young men that i'm seeing there is no obvious I don't like to use words that are used a lot, but like archetype for a lot of men to aspire to or to to look up to right
2: now. I think what happens, I'm sorry to step on your words, but there is sure. a situation where there is not a, not necessarily an archetype, but there's not a continuance. There's not a conversation with an elder so that generational knowledge is shared it seems to me when you were speaking that i keep thinking of the arts and 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 when oh my goodness all the after world war Two and, and 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 they made all those movies about how war wasn't so great and these three veterans came back and i could look it up but three veterans came back and they each had to figure out what their lives were about and it, it wasn't so rosy and again, coming home, again, the hurt locker, all of these things, there is generational knowledge there, but nobody is continuing it. Nobody is teaching it in, in a way that young people, young men can internalize it and can grow from it. There's, there's Again, I I think that the the solution to most of our problems is education, but education with action is that possible? Well, Gabor
1: Mate is actually uh, an elder, I would say, who's doing a good job. He's speaking to the cultural issues, the shared cultural issues, especially thinking about post World War II and the 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 stories. He's he. Actually, I'd say he's a one one of the few elders I feel really confident about championing. Um, but especially, like you said, because there's a there's a, a, an openness to it. There's not a this is this is all it is. And just listen to me, and I have all the answers, and I know the whole story. and And the only thing that matters is that you just do what I say. That's obviously not a very that certainly doesn't work attractive does yeah. approach from an elder or. A parent, any anyone, a teacher, etc. There's no way to validate that at this point. And, and but Gabor is a good example, I'd say, of someone who is, um, especially because he's using that conventional nomenclature of trauma and things like that that are increasingly popular to refer to. There is a there is an example in him of someone who's speaking to the you know he's pointing to what's happening in such a way that it is. Um, supportive of as many people as possible who are willing to listen, feeling more at ease and feeling more able to see a way forward. The basic point there is that the way forward is not to just repeat anything from the past.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But to allow whatever... I, I think the education has to start very early because people are need to make these mistakes and calibrate as they move forward instead of just... Getting patted on the back for doing something wrong and and move on. I don't think any lessons are being learned. So taking that to a larger stance of um, what's right and wrong, uh, supposedly, uh, if we take the whole dogma of, I'll just use Catholicism because that's my uh, that's my upbringing.
3: Yeah. I, uh...
2: You know, thou shalt not kill. That's a pretty easy one, but there's a lot of there's a lot of permutations, in, in you know, between thou shalt not kill and all life is valuable, what else are we going to think about? We need to think about other things. We need to think about like you know, helping hungry people, helping sick people, helping unfortunate people, helping people with lesser aptitudes. And I don't know that religion covers that as well as a conversation with an elder. Mm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and and I'm doubling down on critiquing the old stories because I see so many, and you know this from many of our personal conversations, I see too many people doubling down on saying they're the answer. (laughs) Like converting from more or less like a liberal mindset or or fans of liberalism to uh a frighteningly overtly um pro and even almost dan- yeah i would say dangerously pro single-minded close-minded christian worldview. Which again, if it was good enough, I think it would have already proven its its merit. You just acknowledge something that goes you know back to you know, the Torah. and there's more nuance in, from my understanding in a the <clears throat> um, conventional I, I, from what I gather from friends, the more the conventional sort of Hebrew, Interpretations of some of these rules and commandments. There's a little more nuance, and and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Everything deserves to be seen as valuable. It's just the question of, like you hinted at, is are we reinforcing an extremist mindset, a black, a, a, an attitude that is coming from the that is that is essentially suggesting we have all the answers, just do this, and there's nothing else to it and that's that's what i'm primarily trying to critique is the 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 basic idea that we could have all the answers is crazy like i don't know how else to put it like that approach it's both popular and it's frightening in its popularity and i think it's crazy and it's antithetical to seemingly actual progress to <clears throat>
2: to actual thought and progress yeah. um
1: but it's is so there a
2: value attractive is there a, right right is there a value <laughs> to having you anxious is there something dealing
1: with the existential angst
2: but is there something valuable about having a structure that we can all fight against is is that what's going to move no the I don't society think so. forward
1: i mean if we uh, that's that's the I don't irony know. Of, what's that yeah i don't know i don't think so i don't think there is i mean that's the tricky part to me is like there is no i mean then you're just playing the same game like ah now we know the enemy now we know what the devil is we know the demon we know all the nomenclature we know the yeah we know who the actual um bad guys are no i don't think so i think that's that's actually not gonna work for anyone in the broad context in the broadest sense of like can we uh, rally around some kind of um, othering where we we point to those people no of course not can do you think we can
2: I'm I'm, I'm trying to extrapolate and, and and think of examples of all this um, I I I I I've been around for a long time and I did couple believe, centuries. I do believe that I try to consider what commune living was and and how everybody would just do what they needed to do. They all had an ethic to move everyone they cared about forward, but I think that is I'm having a hard time with human nature. I don't know that everybody wants to move forward.
1: That's a great term to bring up. That's not even in our notes. I mean, we've just been following a script this whole conversation. You just threw us for a wonderful loop. This is a great. Let's pause with this question for this intro. I mean, what's um, Great. We'll we'll play with this question. Uh, you didn't laugh. I was trying to. Trying to yeah. <laughs> don't patronize
2: me. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. Is that is that was that patronizing? I, I thought know. that was yeah.
1: They, they can't see you and they can't know that you're laughing um, that's voluntarily. Ha- that's
2: half of my my appeal is my rubber face.
1: I want uh, just as long as everybody knows you're voluntarily laughing. Bringing in human nature is is so relevant because I, you know, we talked about this in the context of the course. Um, and you brought up some really interesting questions with like feral animals, feral humans, the very like the context the concept of Mowgli, etc. So I think actually the concept of human nature is exactly what we're pointing to as the problem. In other words, if any of us truly believe that our nature is um, in some way as humans if our fundamental nature is in some way to do wrong or to sin mm. or to be bad hang on mm-hmm. or to more less more secular wording to be separate from nature at large or to have to be in a conflict with nature to be fighting with to be selfish as you just wrote if those did you want me to not see that if those are the core beliefs that you and a group of people and your tribe so to speak are bringing to the table then yes you can play out any kind of good bad um us them game because your core is well yeah because we, they're dangerous that there's going to be we have to watch out for the threat we have to watch out for the we got to keep an eye on the the threatening component so am i suggesting that that's all wrong no i'm suggesting that there's so much evidence <laughs> to poke that pokes holes at that belief there's so much evidence that pokes holes At the idea that it is our, so to speak, nature to be, um, use as selfish or just more generally um, uh, combative, there's so many holes to poke there. So many ways to poke holes at the idea that human nature is inherently and implicitly one of anything, quote unquote, negative. Is it? absolutely positive are we just loving no i'm not suggesting that at all i'm suggesting that the most the safest detail is to say that human nature is a choice human nature is choice human nature is the ability to make a real choice enough at least especially distinct so from So where
2: I'm sorry well, I especially like to...
1: distinct from almost any other animal especially mammal. Go on. Yeah.
2: So um you're saying and then the, the then that begs the question for me is human nature innate or is it learned?
1: Both. There has to be aspects of it that are both. And that's why we have this concept of God and this concept of ourselves as divine. And I'm pretty sure squirrels don't Sit around talking about. I mean, I don't know the. But for they're sure. cocky.
2: They really are cocky.
1: The squirrels are maybe not the best example. Chipmunks, I don't think, sit around and and write out treaties about the chipmunk um uh
2: um. No, they do not.
1: Deities. Right, probably not. We no, haven't found them. You know for sure. You've been in. I know they do not huts. Yeah,
2: because we get to talk. We can talk about. Uh, you you've lived with evolution, the and uh, <laughs> they're not eating the right uh, the right things to make their brains uh, develop.
1: Exactly. So really? they're different. So humans have the ability to perceive themselves as divine, great, and in that divinity is our ability to. Uh, I would say the best way to put it, given your question, is to go against what's in front of us, to to say no to what's presented to us, or to say yes, but either one is available.
2: Either one is available, and and I will say that human nature is often about doing the path of least resistance.
1: No, I think what you mean is the tendency the the common I don't so tendency, I want to okay I I'll, make a I'll go with that between human nature as this like capital letter mm. all-encompassing theory and you just described I'd say as like a, a pattern
2: <laughs> no I'll, I'll accept that
1: so a pattern is inertia the pattern is to just yeah to just go with the predominant narrative yeah right that's obvious Right. don't swim against the yeah, you know, don't try to swim upstream and don't, yeah. You know, I think that's a normal thing. Go with what's
2: Is there one of those basic tenets in science that everything goes towards entropy?
1: Yeah. So to the extent that physics applies to our um habits and patterns and compulsions and and overall tendencies, I think that makes complete sense. So do we as an animal have This is why you wrote down selfish, there's selfless, and people try to talk about free will. Do we have the capacity to choose something new? And if if, if the answer is yes, then that has to be our nature. By law, that would have to be our nature, in mass, in general.
2: So is that what defines a hero?
1: making it the the people who
2: someone who defies something and is completely selfless and
1: i don't believe in completely selflessness as heroic and i don't give an example
2: i'm just i think that's
1: one of the main issues
2: well no you're right i mean once you said it's not selflessness because some people view joan of arc as a hero and some people view i don't know
1: i don't have an example of a hero a, a, a nonfiction one, an uh, obvious one.
2: It was Joan of Arc
1: a good nonfiction hero? <laughs> no, I don't.
2: No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. Think I don't. I, 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 I keep that. I'm thinking of that. He's uh, fiction. I, I, I'm thinking of that young girl from what Sweden, Greta, <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Thunberg. Yeah, she, she was heroic. heroic. She yeah. seems heroic.
1: I think the distinction of selfish and selfless is is useless I think we it's just like every other that's what I mean by choice these concepts and constructs of black and white and this not that us not them selfish not selfless selfless not selfish like I wish we could just
2: always check that
1: take all of that and consistently recognize that it's sort of silly it's pretty silly you're probably always engaged in some level of both mostly and rightfully so and good and that makes sense so the trying to suggest that a hero is absolutely selfless sounds terrible and that I, I don't think anybody should try to aspire to be a hero if that's the, the truth um, in a different way of looking at hero maybe the hero is the one or the person that is worth aspiring towards is or the 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 version of yourself that is most worth championing is the one that can live with the unknown and and can live successfully with the unknown and reinforce that which is working about the past that's I just said yeah so take what has been working mm-hmm. and move forward into the unknown.
2: So that's learning. and That that's, sounds
1: heroic to me. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: I, I, I don't think that's heroic. I actually think that's the bare minimum to keep society moving forward. Yeah, but we're not doing that, are we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not on a large scale. Not on a large enough scale. Right. Or more, because we're fun, we're coming up against all these crises,
1: and we're tr- we're engaging with those crises in ways that are not new, seemingly in general. Yet, you know, we did just pass this pretty impressive bill with
2: regard to the one crisis of of global warming, right? Uh, right, and. Um as modest as the gains are their, their gains. Yeah. So the, so the real story for that is not to rest on those achievements and just to build on them. Right.
1: I d- I think there's just a strong enough and, and con- to me concerning enough. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong to even give it attention. I'm very interested in, in I'm always, I always, it's actually nice to be told you're wrong. So, in the context of where we kind of became from in this very wonderful uh, <laughs> unexpected um and obviously lengthy intro um is it is it possible that I'm wrong that there's a reason to be or that it's concerning this this uh resistance to newness and what I'm referring to is mostly a, a very um self proclaimed sort of christian or god godly you know everybody's a a, um god first that's a very conventional approach with all of these then there is it is it wrong of me to suggest that there that that force i'm perceiving is relevant am i I wrong to think that it's relevant it seems relevant but maybe I'm wrong to think it's relevant
2: um, maybe it's just the weight that you're giving it is I, th- I think when people say God first that not everybody really believes that fair enough yeah I think that's just some some place for them to a starting point for a conversation a place to hang your hat and that is appealing to open the door for certain people to actually listen to you. I mean, if if you walked into a room and somebody said, Allah first, people have a, Americans have a response to that.
1: Well, I wanted to bring up Islam. I didn't think it was worth doing in this intro. But yeah, in this general, is an intro. Let's
2: in general, uh, let's keep it's it light. Not
1: unique to quote unquote God or Christianity. Like I said, I brought up the freaking Trojan War. Mm-hmm. Uh, understand? I think I'm just yeah. Wh- and whether or not I'm giving it too much weight is the question, right? But it's concerning given what I believe are these patterns that are rooted in thousands of years of of. Um, yeah, there are patterns that are thousands of years in the making. And we, to me, I think it's really risky that we're going to just keep repeating the same tendencies.
2: And So this conversation is just about trying to figure out what else we can put in that place.
1: And acknowledging that... Well, first off, acknowledging that we can if we choose to and that we, we can actually still have a very um, clear and fulfilling structure, one that actually integrates, so to speak, God or Allah or the unknown or the mystery of of life and in, in the universe in existence. I think the primary issue is, again, coming back to this um, false humility or this even not, I don't know how you could consider it to be humility, this tendency to say... And it's so conventionally it's so culturally acceptable to say that you know it all, that you're you've got it all figured out. And it's it's a great way to be successful in this culture, but it's I think it's in it's inherently very dangerous. So on that note.
2: I got nothing. Go enjoy your <laughs>
1: hot dogs. Brought to you by Ortiz Art. <laughs> and uh Hey, this was about Vivi and Keith. So funny. All right, we did get into, like I said, some big stuff. But do you uh do you feel like we should introduce Vivi and Keith
2: now? Uh yeah, that would be great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Um so ending season five. This is part one of part two with Vivian Keith. So I'm gonna peruse through their bio and interrupt me at any point because it's a fun bio.
2: Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And
1: uh, it was written on the heels of a, a po- the first cooking class that we had with the Service brothers, Service Events. Ooh, those things yeah. are fantastic. Uh, it was a lovely event. Shout out to Service Events for sponsoring the podcast. So um, they were actually, Vivian Keith, in the Hudson Valley for a wedding. Uh, so they they remember, or they they, anyway, that was a nice connection back then when she sent this bio. So do 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 Keith is an intern, this is actually quite important. So Keith is an internal medicine physician um, and he believes that medicine is more than treating symptoms of disease. It's about treating the whole person. Obviously that's a big part of how I connected with them and they connected with Cora. So his goal is to give his patients the time to fully listen to their needs and concerns and at Preservation Health LLC, which is a lot of what we talked about, um, they've created a friendly, welcoming environment where patients feel seen and heard and where they come as strangers and leave as friends. So at any age, they're, work- they're working with people at any age and the focus is improving people's life with actual empirical data and um, you know, blood work and things of that nature that need to be integrated for an actual medical approach, an actual wellness-oriented approach. A little bit more, though, about Keith. He graduated from Temple's University's Lewis Katz School of Medicine, completed his residency at Albert Einstein Medical Center in Philadelphia. He co-owned and attended um, as a physician the Comprehens- Comprehensive Internal Medicine Associates in Philadelphia for seven years and the, he opened his practice in Southampton in 2008. Um, yeah, and he, the way that they do it now is more in line with uh, his actual philosophy, if you will. And that's officially 2010. They opened Preservation Health LLC. And the point is they have a membership model. It's a unique model, to say the least. It's not your cookie-cutter-go-see-a-doctor approach. The key is getting with patients so that they're preventing more from happening so prevention is key direct access to immediate care and specialty providers is key alleviating long delays and wait times is part of what they sell um there are three comprehensive visits every year i'm actually going to be taking part in this with them and patients will be receiving like i said very in-depth personalized health screenings along the way uh, they also have a medical cannabis program. Yeah, tune in there, Ortiz, and don't ignore me. You're very engaged. What's going on in your phone? I'm just looking at Preservation Health. Ah, good. Med- look, at, yeah, Keith Seidel, if you will. Um, so medical cannabis program and travel medicine services, which enables patients, um. their their intention is to help them while they're traveling, which obviously some people are really in need of. The unique thing about their space in Southampton is they also added a float um, spa. So LMA Mineral Float. This is more where Vivi comes into the play, but she's part of obviously all of it. They opened that in 2019, and it was meant to be a complement to preservation health. And I've been over there. It's a really cool spot. LMA means leave me alone. but they went with LMA Mineral Float Spa. They have two tanks. They're great. I love floating over there. Vivi, her inspiration came directly from the Dead Sea. As many people know, the Dead Sea is a place where you can... Mm -hmm. It's like the original float spa, if you will. Um, Vivi has gone and enjoyed it herself. So... LMA tries to build on that um, communal Greek and Roman spa feel, and obviously in a more modern way. So together, Preservation Health and LMA are aiming to revolutionize the way we think of modern medical care and wellness. And there you are. Um, A fun aside, Keith loves his shirt that says, in quotes, fix-it man because he fancies himself to be uh, handy in a hardware usage kind of way he likes to try to fix everything i'm pretty sure sh- i don't think it's just duct tape so there's probably some value uh, legitimacy to that and his his whole real attitude is you have to listen he really is a champion for the lost art of listening okay all of this is actually written out there's a very thorough bio from vivian keith Uh, Vivi likes to consider herself to be an explorer, a traveler, and a teacher, and she is. She's also a mama bear. And Keith, of course, is a papa bear to two boys. Um, As parents, they really are fans of embracing the imperfections of life and uh, (laughs) seeing life as an artistic mess. (laughs) So, where where Keith is the MD, Vivi, she likes to say she is the lover of folk medicine and age-old healing practices and they serve the community with a very good integration there um there are a lot of other details there's a little bit vivi wants to share about lma which um yeah the, it like a, i think we already covered enough though there's no need to repeat more. right yeah it's a salt that. bath
2: and it's a float tank the and it's um so it's a, it seems to me that it's a concierge service, which is that's fantastic. Key, yeah. And um, that there is actually delineation as to what other services that they will provide. So it's a way to go. Amen. It's a way to go, because not everybody is uh, wanting to take care of themselves or even know how to begin, even though information is out there. Uh, that's marvelous that they can embrace and help move people towards the goal of better health. So I'm supportive of that model.
1: And obviously that's why they came to Real Wellness and we jibber-jabbered. And now, unless you have anything else you want to add. I'm content. You're content. He looks content. Here you are. Enjoy part one with Vivi and Keith. Keith and Vivi. Thank you. Bye-bye enjoy Let's see. okay now i think we're good just check good testing through. one two three it might have been recording it's just i don't want to waste I'm sure a... no i understand it's been believe it or not i don't know why <laughs> it's been finicky and occasionally i've lost something oh, that sucks well Especially i after mean, recording it, for a long time yeah we had a yeah i lost and i've only done it once because now i'm thorough and i check but mm-hmm. all right we're good all right, so back to the script. <laughs> um, well, Mercer, yeah, have you been to the Mercer Museum?
0: Uh, the one we, right nearby? Yeah, but there, there's the Mercer and then the castle. The actual yeah. so I think I've been. To, I've been talking. to the castle, not the Mercer. No, Miami. <laughs> That's good.
1: be. The uh, Font Hill Castle, which yes, you probably just drove so. by. We were in there. Unless you came up for no, we didn't. We didn't castle, pass by but not that. The but, the tiles. but we had done that. I, that's with the tiles, right? All the tile stuff. Yep. The Moravian tile yeah. works. It's the same guy. So he, where you just mentioned Milford, I think did. That's one of many places he gathered the artifacts that are in the oh. used huh. as, no, or that are on display at the Mercer then. Museum. Yeah,
0: my it's kids a great were, when my, museum. When my kids were little, it was great because you had the reason to explore. Yeah, I take Griffin but, there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we live right nearby too. Right. And you're a, little, cool. you're a little further. Right, but it's, now yeah. they're older, and Sunday you're like, I could clean the garage or I could go exploring. I'm I'll clean the garage. <laughs> That's what we used to leave town to go exploring. We try to get on the road and just leave. But there's yes. so many cool things even around here.
1: But they're older anyway, like you said. Yeah. Now they have food poisoning, and they like um, the one, the they one. like <laughs> magic CBD.
4: Yeah. Well, actually, the, the the one the one the, the younger one got food poisoning. The older one likes the magic CBD. The yeah. uh, uh, the younger one is very thank you, Stephanie. He's <clears throat> totally different. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we we missed your party because we drove down to St. Petersburg, Florida. We we try to go to different places. That was over fixed, here. Th- with the kids. The kids love. They want to go because it's a free ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, dog.
1: I don't know why it's not tightening. or are staying up for you. Um how, how old your son? 11. I just know it's going to be so Thanks. quiet with you down with it down there. We're good. That's be much better, yeah. yeah.
4: So we uh, our kids, you know, 21, 11, yeah. 21 and 19 and they're still wanting to hang out with us. We we cuz when they were growing up, we took at least two vacations a year with them. And uh, and, and
0: we we road tripped a lot. We yeah. did like neat plate like road trip.
4: We road tripped,
1: not tripped. <laughs> we road tripped. <laughs> <Yeah, we road-tripped. laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what she said, despite our conversations <laughs>
1: thus far. Right. We'll find a segue back into floating, I promise, and we'll get into the nervous system and what you were saying a moment ago before we double-checked. But uh, yes, none of us are hippies in that respect. Although, I did once hear, and I, I do think it's kind of a nice um, way to spin that, and the, using the hippie as an acronym. Never heard the acronym. I don't mm, know if it's. Mm, I don't know if yeah. it's really what was intended. I have no idea. But it's happy, intelligent person pursuing infinite enlightenment.
0: Hmm. I like that. It's a good one. It's yeah. hard not
1: to like it, yeah. right? I'm yeah. it's like, well, all of those things are attractive, actually. So yeah, I guess we'll go with it.
0: You yeah. have to have time to stop time to be able to be reflective and whatnot. That's where the float tanks come Back in. Back to the time yeah, because <laughs> it gives you it gives you the ability to stop what you're doing and the crazy bus hustle and bustle of the world and just kind of take a reflective moment and you know take like a self check and do what you need to do to heal yourself because the body has great potential to heal
4: well how many times do you take do you take like an hour out of your day just to spend with yourself right you know and that's that's the whole that's what you're saying that's the whole point of it and um that's why i i tend when i float i try to float once a week I, I solve a lot of problems in the tank. It's, mm-hmm. It sounds kind of crazy, you know, but... Without trying to, that was really the point, right? Well, I don't go in, um, you know, purposely trying to think of something. And when I'm in there, I think about things and I'm actually, the clarity uh, of thought when you're in there uh, just enables you um, to solve problems. Uh, it, it's, it's a crazy thing. I, I solve problems, you know, when I think about some of my cases with my patients. I think about things that, if I'm doing a project at home and um, trying to work it out in my head, um, it, it just it, uh, I can just I can visualize it there without any distraction. It's it's really it's quite powerful. I think that's why a lot of athletes tend to do it. I think that's why you know a lot of these teams, and that's why the athletes you know they go over their the moves that they you know they you know they you know they're uh, whatever in football or in hockey or whatever moves they have to do. They're planning. That's what they. Uh, and at the same time, they can um, regenerate their muscles um, you know um, the 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 salt is healing you know as well
1: yes, and we'll go to the Dead Sea where we went in our warm-up there but I think what you're touching upon, which is one of the many general overlaps uh, between everything that we all offer and and then some is the foundation of your nervous system and understanding yourself as a nervous system and I in a way, I think what you said is what I meant, which is you don't, even though you may go and you may solve a problem, in a sense, you're also stepping back from the attempt and the do, the doing sort of drive and the focused like fixating on something and you're just letting it happen mm-hmm. in a sense Like right. you don't bring in your notepad and right while you're in the float tank, you're literally just right. letting it flow yeah you're not forcing it exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah you're not forcing it it's it's which just which is the out. foundation of the whole Feldenkrais peace of course
0: right mm. and that's right and that's what i was thinking of because your body wants to if say you're disabled in one arm your body still wants to move both arms but you're trying to figure out your connect between your brain and your nervous and muscular system right and then with floating i think it's also you know, when you're sitting with a pen and paper and you have a deadline in an hour, you're sort of handicapped because all your stressors are, are peaking. But in a tank, when the water is warm, where it's soothing, water is is an, an amazing you know element. Um, but it's it gives you an ability because you have warm water, soothing lights. With calming music, without calming music, it just lets you unravel. I know, like, I'm the happiest when I'm floating in the ocean, when I'm swimming, but myself, no one's around. It's just, you're like, peace, you know, and, and I'm very type A. <laughs> I mean, not noticed, but it's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> I no, I didn't notice for what it's worth, but uh, I'm not even <laughs> sure that has the same meaning to everybody, but that's a, yeah, that's that's a true. side topic.
3: That's true, yeah.
1: Um, but the neurological foundation and understanding yourself as a nervous system does seem to be a, a, a very consistent theme uh, without even meaning to make it one. Like It's not like we planned for that to be a, a theme at all. And maybe, yeah, it's not always obvious, though. I think what that necessarily means, like to literally see yourself as a nervous system, understand yourself as a nervous system, not exclusively, not Completely, but at least partly, and maybe even mostly, does require that you stop. It does require that you are able to slow down, pause. All of these themes. Water is a great, you know. We don't have the float here, but the ice does the same damn thing.
0: Exactly, ice. Right, and and this, if you're slightly
1: more dramatically, but it does the same thing. But
0: they're going from a a hot sauna to, Mm -hmm. or to like a, a lukewarm kind of temperature in the shower to the ice so you're still using the modality of some form of water you know and then to create yes
4: yes well it's a tem- i mean the water is very conducting so it's uh, the specific gravity of water is very high so it maintains that temperature so obviously when when you're in like a, a warm environment warm could be the sauna it could be the it could be the tank um it's 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 immediately um um can convert your own body pr- peripherally anyway it it, it your temperature is the temperature of that water um uh we keep it at about 95 to 96 so it's close to body temperature you know it's pretty close we try to keep it at, it was cozy i remember it's very was cozy it was sometimes cozy. it could be a little we, the one doesn't have a digital uh, uh the the oasis has a digital thermometer but the uh, um I'm sorry. The pot is a digital thermometer, but the Oasis has an analog one. So um, sometimes there's a little discrepancy between where we set it and um, and the actual temperature of the water. But we're able to monitor the temperature of the water. In reality, it's probably around 98, which is your core body temperature. I mean, it's uh, 98.6 is, but it, you know, temperature can vary from you know anywhere between 96 to you know 100.4. You know, they say anything above that is considered a fever. But but um, the water um, basically. Gets your, te- get your body temperature almost immediately, you know, to that, to that temperature. It wouldn't, and then think about it physiologically, physiologically, what does it do? What does it do to your circulatory system? What does it do to your nervous system? Um, body temperature, 98 degrees, sh- you know, it should be, it, sh- it should be okay. Um, you, you get some vasodilatation, you get more blood flow to your brain, right? Which is important. Um, and, uh, when you when you alter, I guess when you change that quickly, I guess in a cold environment, you're causing vasoconstriction. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's that could be like almost like a euphoric uh, response. You know, yeah, you're, you're decreasing <laughs> immediately some of that blood flow. It uh, very much can you be. You yeah. don't stay in there very long, right? In the water, like how how long specifically does the, the ice baths? Yeah, the ice yeah.
1: Baths. It the general structure is three minutes with the temperatures that we were referring to earlier, which mm-hmm. can be below thirty. Mm-hmm. Three minutes is a good general frame work to work with um but you can do more yeah there is a sweet spot though and not that you want to try to have that euphoric response but there is a sweet spot i find where you do i think there are other variables than just the time in the water like what you did beforehand your where you're where you are metabolically at that time in the day um how much you slept perhaps but there's definitely a sweet spot in 3 minutes a minimum of 3 minutes in that temperature and then waiting before getting in the heat, and then <laughs> timing it yeah. right when the it's clear that you are going in the heat by choice, as mm-hmm. opposed to I'm freezing and right. you're panicking. Well, you're, you're preparing yourself mentally. Yeah. The, to get in well, the- that. that's all you're doing the mm-hmm. whole time, which is why I think that is the, the theme here so far. Um, there is absolutely, if you do that and kind of get the all the little pieces in the right place, a euphoric mm-hmm. shift, especially when the blood rushes oh, yeah. back out and the Tingling is real. Um, there's no question that it feels good. <laughs> have to try it. I,
0: I think. I think the theme. Here, <laughs> you have to do the three minutes <laughs> in the ice part. I, I, well, I, I've done. I've done the three minutes in cryo. So it's yeah. and yeah. I've done the ice, not ice at home, but cold shower at home. Yeah. So I've yet to build up to come here to do. So I will. But I think. In, I think but, the only
1: difference is really mental, though. Yeah,
0: but but that's it. But that's the whole piece in healthcare mm-hmm. in today's world that Keith sees, and then I get some people is missing the mental people want or they think quick fixes are going to cut it what's the pill that I'm going to take how often is you know (laughs) and and the thing is that you could take 15 pills first of all the pills are going to counteract each other after a while Keith could talk more about it than I can but you know it's your own almost poisoned by you know just because mcdonald's offers a happy meal a quick meal does not mean that it's good for you nor does it mean that it's going to satisfy you it just means that they're offering it for whatever reason so i think to make money a lot of thank you but i wasn't (laughs) going to go that way but i'm just i'm just saying a lot of society has been brainwashed by modalities that are putting band-aids and not the real deal and i think like keith been being You're in being medicine for by
1: calling it modalities I suspect <laughs> you don't I
0: know I have to stop saying modalities here but but <laughs> you know for 20 years he practiced traditional medicine and you know he's seen people in various states and what a disease states and and being healthy and not healthy and the bottom line is like you need the time to think about you know what you're doing proactively, whatever you're doing, and you can make a difference. And if you don't have the time to be proactive with your health, you're going to run into trouble. Right. So I think in everything in, in in your world here at your studio and then in what we see upstairs in, our, in the medical practice and dancers at LMA is that we've been brainwashed to think that everything is instantaneous and we don't need to think about things to, you know,
1: Mm, no need to think, right. And that doesn't take work too, right? Yeah, that the Because that's, that's, a,
4: that's a big um, issue. And I, yeah, I mean, upstairs, I, I mean, every, almost every patient that I can see, um, you know, who, people who don't, who don't listen to me, a lot of people don't listen to me when I talk to them, they just, they're here, you know, for their, you know, their diabetic check, their hypertensive check. And, but I try to preach to them as much as I can that, you know, it really takes more than that. You have to move. Mm-hmm. You have to eat well. Um, sometimes the medicine is not always, you know, and, and to me, what I, the way I look at it, the medicine is the last straw. So if, uh, if somebody's diabetic, I say, give it three months. I said, really work on your diet, you know, try to eat better. And I, I try to plan out a diet with them as much as time will allow because with the traditional. Eat
0: menace and traditional medicine allows traditional, a lot. <laughs> with
4: the traditional insurance model, it doesn't allow that. But I try to do my best. And then I have them come back in three months. And I can tell you, in that model, nine out of 10 times, they come back, they're either heavier. Well, it's, it's the holiday, doc. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's been really stressful for me. You know, and you know, I, I, I tell them, I say, you know what, every day is stressful. Every day could be a holiday. You got to get serious on your health. You got to get serious on what you're doing to yourself. Because when I see people and how unhealthy they are, and, um, and ultimately it happens, they end up dying um, prematurely. You know, sometimes it could be a horrible uh, suffering death, you know, where, you know, they, they, uh, they just get sick, they get stuck in the system, you know, with the hospital system, and, and it really sucks. And um, um, all I can think about is, you know, what if you listen to me? You know, I, have, there, I, I, I use a lot of stories. I have, uh, you know, anecdotal stories that I have, and um, the one that comes to mind just from saying that um, is this uh, lady who I used to see um she was probably 50s when I first started seeing her and, and up until her mid 60s but she um she never listened you know she had high blood pressure she never lost weight I, tried, I told her you got to lose weight you got to exercise you gotta you know the preach I gotta tell them you got to move a little bit you gotta and you know you, you try to go over their their routine you try to you know as much as you can and you try to tell them this is what you got to do you know and you don't have to run you gotta walk I tell people walk 30. 30 minutes a day for five days a week. It's 150 minutes a week. That's been studied. That's all you need to do. And walk like you're like you're late somewhere, right? Hmm. Right? That's, you know, and, oh, I get plenty of, uh, of that at work. Well, you really don't because I walk a lot at work, but I've timed it. You know, I have this, the monitors and, and you can tell that you're, I can maybe walk a thousand steps at work. Oh, it seems like 10,000 steps, but it's only a thousand steps. You know, you got to really go outside. You, you have to walk. So anyway, what what made me think about this woman, this woman in particular, is that um, you know, fifty years old, she needs a colonoscopy. She never got one. She never wanted one, you know, and um, she ended up getting colon cancer. And you know, eventually, she got really sick. And uh, I remember the last time I saw her before she died, she came into the office and um, she said, "You know, Doctor Sadel," she says, I, "I wish I would have listened to you." And something just, you know, it just it struck me, you know, like you know you know you, you know it's, it's it's pretty sad i mean but you know I, I have like so many people like that you know who i see who um and they're almost like locked in they, they you know they and, and it's really look I, I made a huge transformation Vivi can tell you like when i was in um remember when i was in um med- uh, residency medical school and residency that was like the most unhealthy that i was um and when i first went into practice back in in about 2001 um um i i gained i was a tremendous amount of weight I, I think i was up to 230 was my heaviest and which was too heavy for me and um i was very unhealthy
1: yeah it's too heavy for yeah most so, people unless you're really tall and you're i'm short. Sure, i'm like five six, five six five seven yeah.
4: yeah but so now i'm down to you better be yeah solid muscle if you're yep. 230. Yeah. exactly and that was way too heavy for me and I, I didn't feel good you know what i mean felt bad so i worked on myself remember? we worked on my diet i worked on um exercising again and um, you know, I lost about almost fifty pounds, and uh, you know, I feel I feel amazing.
0: But you also, I made you go to yoga, <laughs> and uh, VV helped me a lot too because you know, yeah, we grow a lot because Vivi's trash. always
4: been pretty. You know, she's been pretty thin. Yes, she's thin. been genetically uh, lucky in that well, respect, but
0: also aware. Yeah, I've just always been aware. My parents always food was very. A big but fresh fruits fresh vegetables grow a garden don't put chemicals on your face like just very those and i was just very aware and interested because i think it's really interesting the um the the ability to first of all i think that there's so many array of different culinary the word food and and vegetables and fruit i don't even know half of them existed i think it's very interesting and then the the mindfulness that comes from you know various forms of movement exercise you you don't have to be you know pumping iron for an hour long you could be doing other things sometimes yoga is harder than pumping iron sometimes like slow movement because your body you really have to think about your um ability to you know how you're collaborating and yeah so trying we're all trying as long as we keep trying but But you got
4: to try yeah you got to keep yourself healthy but when, when it ties back in with the with the float spa um you know, I I try to tell my patients you know about floating, and I would say probably about eight out of ten of them. Well, does does insurance cover? It?
0: Yeah, I'm we've like, been well, programmed <laughs> in the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
4: well, you know what? Insurance doesn't cover for it. I said if insurance covered it, then I wouldn't do it because insurance <laughs> is restricting. It's probably the worst thing that ever happened to healthcare. I think um, you know, it's it's just it, it's poison. Well, uh, the, way the, it the way it the is. The way it is. Now. The way it is. You know, um, people have trouble affording their premiums. Um, you, they get nothing for it. And they certainly give it nothing to us. So there's um, – and I, I, I think there's a huge issue with health – well, that's another topic. But there's a huge issue with health care going on um, where I'm concerned about when I get older, you know, who's going to take care of me and my, and my wife And uh, because it's it's changing.
1: But anyway, the float place is uh, – <laughs> <laughs> How, <laughs> How much time uh, you the have? How much time you have? The
0: flotation
1: – Well, I want to <laughs> listen, of course, because it's – important to we do so no, we, no, continue. No, it, we I mean, mean, can continue no 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 we can
0: continue it's point. all it's all related you two
1: <laughs> bounce back and forth very well and that's fantastic
0: <laughs> it's because he's been like dinner talks since 7am he's like why are you telling me this at 7 o'clock in the morning I'm like, oh my god well
1: you're both very passionate to say the least right would you agree on the, <laughs> yeah. that yeah, front think, yeah, yeah. yeah so all I, when I listen there's a couple of things i'm doing the for the one to you you know use the cliches with regard to listening is I'm not trying to just wait for my turn to speak uh, I recognize that that takes effort to sometimes do and so I'm just trying to listen and discern what both what I'm hearing for sure and and then what else could be there mm-hmm. like what else is possibly going on there so it's both and i'm I listen for themes, and I listen for patterns, and I think we all do that, actually, the three of us, I mean, and maybe everybody, but I think the three of us definitely do that. Um, Passion is an obvious theme, and I think this nervous system and awareness, and another word that is, you kind of hinted at with regard to lifestyle, work, having to put effort in, I'm drawing out some questions as I'm listening for for myself and thinking about others who are listening. And I think everything is is relevant to what people can uh, in, in the sense that people can be learning from you and from you and from us. And admittedly what I'm most curious about cuz I agree that there's this need this an almost um unifying this, what could seem like juxtaposition, the need for effort and the need to, as you actually were saying before we recorded, um, both of you have said, just slow down and, and even pause. Now, those could seem like they're opposed, right? The work, so to speak, the effort and the, do, the stopping and the doing nothing. And they're not. I think we know, like logically, they're not. Um, you'd need both. And even on the most mundane levels, of course, everybody needs to sleep. So we understand pure and simple rest is a part of being alive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. very simple. What I, the question I'm building up to, because I think it's really critical, um, no matter how passionate we are, is why does it seem relatively confusing and almost like everything is stacked against us so to speak and i'm picking up on that from both of you to make it to to find an easier path to make taking care of yourself to make a healthy lifestyle actually pretty easy why it does it seem like so many things are stacked against us oh. and well, yeah go for it you both look like you wanna well, add I, I to <laughs> I want to yeah, you, could, uh, you, can, so, you can you can um no it's, it's one word well, I don't know if it's just money.
4: Well, no, no, no. Okay, good. That's not, that's not <laughs> or power. Or one, one word. Yeah.
1: Balance. Ba-
4: ah, good. Okay. Right. That's the worst thing. So it's balance. And right now. Which is
1: to say there's a fundamental imbalance.
4: There's an imbalance going on with society 100%. right now. And the imbalance, um, you know, it ties in with money. It ties and, in power, with, yeah. and power. And yeah. power, yeah.
0: Well, corporate profits above what is actually good for the person that the company is not representing. Right, but, it's, right, but to be fair, that's
1: yeah. not. You weren't going to no, say but that. Start but yours. That's not the yeah, primary thing. It's simple.
4: Yeah. It's, it's a simpler thing. That's a it's...
1: arguably very superficial, like symptom of something, yeah. maybe. Well, but, well but, our, sorry, go on. Well, go we'll, ahead, and then I'll <laughs> say what I was going to well, say. Well, no, I mean,
4: our society is okay. out of balance. Everything about what we do is out of balance. We we work long hours. We don't rest, like you were saying. Resting is is uh, is part of life. You gotta rest. If you don't rest, you die. I mean, what happens when people um, are awake for weeks? Right, you can't survive. Right, you die eventually. You can't you can't stay awake. Right, yeah, if that's even possible. Right, if it's, let even, alone if just a few possible. days. Yeah. Yeah, but people tend to you know. Or one day. <laughs> It's very well. I can tell you that because I, when I was a resident, I used to I used to suffer with that. I used to be up for two days at a time okay. working, and um, you know thirty six hour shifts. You know when I was a resident, was torture, and that's essentially what it is. But it's that's that's a balance issue, and in my field, you know, as a physician, um, a lot of physicians have lost that, and and I've seen that, um, and I can I, I'm very close to that. I, I have colleagues of mine, and and I can tell you right now the common theme of most physicians that I know right now, you know what it is? They're all unhappy. All unhappy. And it wasn't like that. When I first started, it wasn't like that. And I think what the issue is, is because there's a balance issue. There's a balance that they're working too much and not able to rest. And we can go into the reason for that, um, which I will tell you right now, it's totally insurance-based. It's 100% insurance-based. The insurance is are not conducive for healthy, um, lifestyle for physicians and for patients, right? It's just not, it's just, you know, but you're talking about balance and, and balance is you gotta, you can work hard, but you gotta rest hard. You gotta, you got also gotta, you know, take it, you can't like, look at an alcoholic, alcoholics out of
1: balance. They're, they're drinking heavily, right? You, well, actually it's funny you use that metaphor because, uh, You probably can speak to the physiology of this better than I can, but apparently being underslept is equivalent to being drunk. Yeah, that's right. Well, alcohol is horrible for sleeping. People, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, (laughs) among other things. Among other things, right. But yeah, in that, in that, for that, using that. um, But regardless of alcohol, not being well rested is equivalent to being relatively drunk. Right
0: and the quality of your sleep so if you you know just because you're lying yeah. in bed but if you're you know tossing and turning or or having you're in the middle of the night you're processing thoughts from the rest of the day definitely has happened to me <laughs> um, But, but
4: Vivi, you're right when you mention also about the corporate um but i do I want think, to mention that because yeah. I, yeah I do think that that is a part of it i mean if you because i have people also that um, you know what i found worse you know in, in, with this pandemic that's uh trending down right now um people are out of balance even more because they're working from home and there's Mm. no restriction. There's no barrier between stopping working and going home because they're always home, they're always working. And it is horrible. Uh, The depression that I see, the panic. I've seen more new depression in the last two years than I've ever seen in my whole career uh, and it's just—I mean, it's I'm almost talking about predictable too. Break, yeah, breakdowns. Right. All I mean, very predictable. Horrible people stuff.
0: need to get out and get back to work to be productive. To work. you know. The, I understand the work from home, the remote has been, you know, has benefited some people. But to get out, interact—people need other people. Living in isolation is not a good thing.
1: No, of course not. And and the corporate piece is worth do hearing get, about. I want to get think back to it. But yeah, the balance word is a really valuable concept and context to consider because even if you just of course go back to work and there's all those phrases of let's go back to normal and everybody's normal is relative to whatever they are missing and whatever they're nostalgic for because some people it's before March 2020 some people it's for whatever reasons um, somewhere yeah. (laughs) yeah whatever the particular random timeline that you're nostalgic for I don't particularly see where balance actually was normal in anyone's time no. that I'm aware of exactly. and never in a, quite frankly, any century or further, but you mentioned how I have a degree in religious studies, so I've looked for, you know, I've dug a lot of, I've turned over many a rock to see where was this sort of balance that I like, you're using that word, where was that? And you've brought up Israel and the Dead Sea, and I think we should get to that too, but I think it's it's mostly not all that known and even a, it's a very... It's an ideal that I strive for, but I don't want to go back, quite frankly. I don't think there's a time before where everything was uh, even remotely hunky-dory. And we need to learn from whatever's going we need on. To learn. Mostly we we need have to learn. there's a lot we need to learn no matter what. And that's why, I mean, let's hear about the corporate part, but even that... Unfortunately, I don't think is the whole story. I'm not suggesting well, no, you no, no, think no. Wait, that either. the way, but, the way I was yeah.
0: thinking about the corporate part, and then what you just said, what you studied in your past, simple or transparent has a lot of merit. Then, not <laughs> my friend. Doesn't need to my be complex, neighbor right? Is in the restaurant business. We're in the medical business. The other person does something else. We help each other out. We border. We help each other out. We're done. We're done. It's simple. I don't have to go call a 1-800 number. I don't have to wait days to get something approved or authorized or prior a pre-cert or whatnot. We've gotten complex because we've built in a lot of middlemen. We've built in a lot of fluff where everyone is trying to get a piece of you and you're losing the basic essence. The health insurance model, from what I understand, and I know I have a lot of holes in it, was built. IBX, Blue Cross started Baylor University, I think was the place. And I think that it had something to do with the Medical Association. I might not get all my facts straight, but it was made for companies to help their employees out initially for a little bit of extra money. If you were going to go to the hospital, we would help you. Not everything else, not if you have to go see You know, a healer, a doctor, whatever. If you had to, if you were hospitalized, the main, most expensive thing that you worried about, then there should be some insurance. But people saw we were taking premiums and, you know, 90% of people didn't go to the hospitals. Now we have a nice little cash flow to us. How can we increase that cash flow? And over the years, the main purpose of insurance has gotten away from insuring, um, a just-in-case condition to insuring every condition. And when they're insuring every condition, they own you. And so you're no longer responsible. Oh, well, but I I can't buy that. I can't afford that. My insurance doesn't cover it. My doctor is not covered. But a person has individual choice. And when they have individual choice, they have to study and educate themselves to make the best consumer choice. And what the insurance, pharma, big corporations, and I'm a capitalist, but I don't believe in highway robbery. And I believe in a fair, you know, mutual relationship. I sign business contracts all day long when it benefits me and it benefits the other player. When it doesn't, when it only benefits one side. And so what I've seen is that people are like, oh, but it's insurance, but I should be covered. They're not educating themselves. And when they're not educating themselves, it's a cascade effect onto their health, onto what they think is good for them, onto they're getting messages that, You know, a great, and I don't want to keep throwing certain organizations because I'll probably be sued for like playing it, but um, (laughs) but not not by you, but but somewhere down the line, oh, you're plagiarizing or you're you're like you know, but um, when you take away personal responsibility to choose things you got problems. So that was the one thing, but I'll get back to the other thing about the dead Sea.
4: Yeah, but, but capitalism, um, you mentioned capitalism you're pro, and I'm pro capitalism too, but that's, it's incongruent with, which, with what's going on right now with the insurance company, the insurance companies do trap you because. I know,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. So like I am a capitalist, but, yeah, that, but that's that part, that's so do, do not capitalism. you know in, in that's, Pennsylvania, that's if, not, you wanna, if you want
4: to, if you want to be insured, you, you know, you're, you're only going to be insured by the two main insurers. It's going to be you know unless you're unless you have independence and and but if you're if you're with a company that m- maybe is uh, stationed or 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 their 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 um, their home base is in like uh, Wisconsin you know it might be a different insurance that that you have it could be um you know United Health or Cigna or whatever but that would be outside of the um, out of the state, but if you're an, a out of person, the yeah, well, out of the state, because in, in if you're a single person, um, not not associated with your uh, employer, you're getting insurance for yourself. You got those two main players, right? That's it, or or you can get United Health with that. Um, that's that crappy uh, right. Golden Rule plan. So
0: we, I mean, so obviously we but can't, we're, yeah. We're, no, no. What i was just saying, it's right. just
4: they trap you, and and you can use the same argument. Um, well, you're taking your car to get repaired, right? Do you use insurance for that? me personally yeah well anybody anybody out there do you use your do you use your (laughs) insurance to pay for your oil change or or something like that and and, you know the answer is no so where did the whole concept come of when you go to the physician that you have to use your insurance the insurance is really meant for Mm -hmm. catastrophes you know like you, know, you get hospitalized. Oh my God! There's a hundred thousand dollar bill. You know, or or you're getting an expensive study. So yeah, you, maybe the insurance can kick in and help you out with that. But for routine stuff, I, I'm I'm old enough to know. When I was when I was younger, I used to go to the doctor. My dad used to pay the doctor cash. That was it. So the there's, an, there's an
0: imbalance, like getting back it's a total to there's imbalance. an imba- There's an imbalance to that and because there's an imbalance in that. It's an imbalance in people's health because it's a cyclical effect. Well,
4: people are afraid to go to the doctors too because they're worried about. The, you know how many times does somebody come in well, and and they tell you, "Well, this is my uh, well visit."
0: So then they only okay, come once so then, a year. So I'm then, not getting kind like, of that. right, you're not right, charging me for that. Right. So it's then, crazy. like moving past that, to then what in in our world? So we see that we're very um, aware of it. We're, we've been educated by the system so we're trying to move away from that and by moving away from that we're kind of looking to like what our past and what we enjoyed and what we thought always worked and that's where you had asked me earlier about with the dead sea and with your your student well
1: you brought it up very organically when we were talking a bit before because of Actually, it wasn't just because of Feldenkrais and had nothing to do with I think you brought it up because of your background, where you're from. So Right. So
0: as far as the Dead Sea and natural healing places, I was born in Israel. I came here to the United States when I was five. And as a child growing up, my parents would go back and visit relatives. And we would go to the Dead Sea, which is... Uh, climate-wise, the lowest, and also the sea level is the lowest place on Earth below sea level. And people from all around the world flock to either Israel or Jordan. The other bordering country is Jordan. And um, the Dead Sea is made up of a combination of, of magnesium and bromine and all different natural um, minerals that, that have been for thousands of years have been brewing there because there's no access in or an outer access point. And it heals the Dead Sea heals because you allow your body to float and your body f- is floating. So you're buoyant, you're not pounding gravity. And it's what's in the water and what it's allowing your, your um, bones and your muscles to just relax. And when that happened, it, it just creates amazing things in your body. So as a kid, I remember watching people at like they're going all hours of the day. The Dead Sea can get up to like 115, 120 degree temperature. Almost like in Arizona, dry heat. So people would go at 4 or 5 a.m. And they would hobble down to the, the it's like a sea. They say the Dead Sea, it, 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 very little waves, lots of salt um, sediments around. And when you go in, you just float it's it's like an ocean but it it doesn't move and it's it's amazing to see it and after people go in for 15-20 minutes you see an older gentleman who's hobbled in with maybe a brace that he removed or um you know a little bit decrepit it'll come out and really you could just see like the tension melt and then the climate um the climatology is good Keith you could probably speak more about it with psoriasis and eczema and whatnot and um that's where I kind of got interested with the natural healing and how it's just, it's an interesting lifestyle to just pursue more of a natural healing. And then, um, as people, as we had learned about float therapy, even though we had both floated and we were 18 the analogy for floating in a float tank was floating in the Dead Sea. And when we were interested in, in actually pursuing this as a second business, I'm like, oh my God, wait, I know the Dead Sea, that everyone's <laughs> talking about that. And I remember as a kid, like I remember we, we'd go and, and Masada is the, you know, the, the big giant mountain where the Romans came and 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 the the Jew there were like 800 Jews that said, you know, we're, we're going to die freely, so they died on top of Masada. But it's amazing because the... Um, Architecture and the the setup of Masada—they had uh, built Roman baths there, and they had built the Thermidor And it was all these like amazing contraptions. Oh, Herod, Herod made, Herod. Herod, Herod, Herod Herod made Herod his palace. Herod, Herod the Greek yeah, made his yeah. palace in Caesarea and made a palace on top of Masada. And it's amazing that what's old is actually new again. is so much merit. Like Cleopatra, the Dead Sea was her first spa, and most of the remedies of. um you know for for medicinal remedies and and using um she used to take a bath in like in like milk and and just it was very interesting the more i started to read about it and get engaged i'm like you know what like you really do have to look towards the past to understand The future and the future that we're looking at is one that I'm looking like everyone's like, oh my god, my drug was not approved. My my, I need a prior authorization, I need pre-cert. Versus like, I just took a magnesium pill and I just floated for an hour and my back was hurting and now it feels better. And so uh, there's definitely something to it because I I do think that like, and I don't know about the world, but America there's a lot of people that are not healthy, that we're like a a country that has obesity, that has cardiological diseases and whatnot. And, you know, really need to stop and think like you could insure up the wazoo. Is it getting anybody better? And if it's not, then what are you going to do different? And that's sort of like our little mission. So.
4: Yeah. And we we do it both ways. You know, we do it with the, uh, the flow. I mean, I have a busy medical practice, which we're converting um, as we, I told you about earlier with the, it's the Direct payment or concierge, or concierge uh, payment yeah. that were, you know. So um, to me, that's just a far better, much more rewarding way to practice. The patient gets a lot out of it. They get they get my they get access to me basically, and they don't have to wait um, when they come and see me. And I can spend an hour with them um, just by avoiding the insurance uh, interference. Essentially, you know, the patient direct pays me, and and we bump out the, the that middleman essentially, and then I'm able to care for them in a proper way.
0: I think people just, people oh. look for different methods. I'm sorry. People just look for different, you know, after something they see, it doesn't work. You look for an look alternative for method. And,
4: and a lot of my patients have, are you know, mm-hmm. since I started doing this, a lot of them are converting. I, I had um, one of my patients um, who's disabled. He has cerebral palsy and um, he's in his sixties. Um, he has a lot lot difficulty walking and he you know he needs early appointments he doesn't want to wait around a long time he ha- you know he can't drive so he has to get uh, transportation um he signed up uh, with me he came in for his first visit and he would normally come in once a year or something like that that that's it he came in and um I spent a lot of time with him you know uh and then he said um by the way you know after we're done um you know I had some bad reflux about 2 weeks ago and and I'm like, well, tell me about the reflux. And to me, it sounded very suspicious, um, you know, that he has some, uh, you know, heart condition, angina, you know, uh. so anyway, I did an EKG, had, um, gross changes in his EKG. I was able to take the time and, you know, I think the guy had a heart attack basically when he had two weeks ago, that's what it was. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, he had been on, um, medicine, he, had, he I had him on a statin since I, since I've been seeing him for the last 18 years and, um, his cholesterol was perfect. I mean, his LDLs were below 70. I mean, it was perfect. But he did have a family history, and he did have cerebral palsy, so he didn't really work out a whole lot. Didn't walk, doesn't walk, doesn't get that physical activity. So, um, you know, basically, I was able to set him up. I got him into the hospital that day, okay? got. I called his cardiologist. You know, I got, I got. well, it's a cardiologist who so I set him up with. Um, his uh, His sister actually was friendly with the cardiologist who I knew, so I called him up on a cell phone got him plugged into the hospital got a catheterization a stent probably saved the guy's life because you know that two weeks ago he could have had another event you know month after that or something who knows and he could have he could have died from that so that that's that's the power of spending time you know as opposed to 10 minutes you know i'm 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 able to draw out um all that information not you know the 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 last the guy's hiding the fact that he had chest pain he didn't think anything of it you know what i mean even though I asked him about it cause well, I, I was having some chest pain, you know, normally, you know, 10 minutes is up. I'm, I gotta move on to my next patient. You know, I, I don't have time to, you know, just come back and see me in three months. I was able to draw it out, uh, get an EKG, um, get him admitted to the hospital. Um, and it was, it was like in an unperfect setting. It was, it was a perfect scenario. I mean, it was the guy had a, a good outcome. Now, if I was, if he was a regular traditional insurance patient, I can't guarantee that would have happened that way. Um, there's power to it. Um, there, you know, I could, I could tell you, um, the, the balance issue is, is so key. Um, you know, when, when I, when I first started, um, in practice, um, I was, uh, I, I trained at temple. Tem- I went to temple medical school. Um, I took two years off between college and medical school and I went to uh, temple university, which was, uh, I mean, medical school, at least then it, it's, 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 it's hard. I mean, it's, it's, the material's not hard. The material's actually kind of easy, but it's the, it's the content that they, you know, that, you you know, it's the amount that you have to learn that quickly. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of content. That's what's hard about it. And that's what um, I think thins out the class. But, you know, I, I did my uh, residency at Albert Einstein and I saw a lot of stuff there. It was crazy stuff. And then I joined I was chief resident there. They asked me to be chief resident for medicine for that one year, I was chief resident. And then I went into my first career, which was joining this big group. It was a six man, I was a six member in this group. And it was torture when I first, I'm, Vivi, you remember how this was. Uh, and, that, and we first had our kids then, you know, our first son was born when I was a chief resident, but it was uh, basically, it was every sixth, sixth um, uh, weekend, you'd be on call, okay. And, but the call was just, it was brutal. So. Between six of us, we've, you know, you had about 60 people in the hospital, three hospitals. We go to Jeans, Holy Redeemer, and Einstein. That's what it was. So I would, you would go to those hospitals early in the morning on the weekend, and you'd be working until nine o'clock at night, um, both nights, getting 50 calls on your phone, be at a beeper. I was, you don't have beepers anymore, but I, <laughs> I used to have a beeper, um, and used to, you know, and a, and a service that used to get called. And then you'd have to work uh, very, get up very early the next day, uh, Monday morning and see, you know. Thirty patients again, you know, in the office, even do that the whole week. Um, I did that for a number of years, and then eventually the partners started leaving, you know, for whatever reasons they got sick or whatever. And then I got to five people, so it was every fifth. And then um, when I decided to leave that practice and go on my own, um, I did it in two thousand nine, and um, I worked every other weekend with uh, my partner who I work with now. And that was brutal. Can you imagine every other weekend? And then you're, you know, so, and then you would go to the hospital. Uh, I would go early in the morning, six in the morning. I would I would see, you know, six to seven patients. If I didn't get done, I'd have to do it when I got back. You know, when I, when I was done office hours and go back to the hospital, sometimes I didn't get home until nine o'clock at night. Um, it was like that consistently, there was no balance. Um, and it was just, there was just no end to it. And, and it seems like every year, like you'd work harder and harder and harder. See more patients and and make less money. Th- this is what the insurance model is doing, and this is, and it's getting worse. I can go into the into the details of it, but it's yeah. I know she <laughs> <maybe laughs> doesn't. But but I'm just trying to I'm TV trying to I'm trying to set up the masks. <laughs> I'm just trying to set up the I know. But I'm just trying to set it up because a lot of
1: people don't understand. And my well, is that a time? Cut how, it, cut I, it, I, or uh, how
0: long do we have? Right, we're gonna have to come back and bug it. But, but, but it's important to be because to... you,
1: have to,
4: you have to understand that most There's... people don't understand it, right? And and they don't get it that things are, are bad. I mean, in medicine, they're gonna get worse, and um,
1: um, that's probably worth actually hearing about very specifically, like very intentionally, how things could get worse and with that particular you know the three of us have never had a conversation like this ever of course and that's fun to Mm -hmm. me that's part of the fun of doing this and seeing what happens and literally experience the collaborative co-creative nature that is what we're doing but there are many particular themes for sure that we've uh, you're ready to keep going it's wonderful actually believe it or not (laughs) it's yeah i could tell like he's got to let something flow there and that's, actually, I want to empathize with you because of, and both of you, and all of us, um, especially with the context of healing and being in the realm and caring about healing and, and fundamentally caring, um, your specific shift you know, to that you both are part of, but you're the one providing that particular concierge service personally, mm-hmm. your shift to do that is clearly <clears throat> because you care. And I can only imagine the extent to which – actually, I don't have to imagine because you're describing it pretty well, and I've seen other doctors. I can think of uncles as well who could benefit literally just from being willing to say this system, to use a cliche, is broken, mm-hmm. and I need to do it my way, and not just because it's better for the patient, which is, of course, enough of a motivation and – that's worth championing in and of itself but more importantly because it sounds like a soul sucking nightmare that you're going to only suffer from and you become increasingly useless Mm -hmm. if you don't get out of which Mm -hmm. to be very dramatic sounds like what you chose yeah it's getting worse i mean and and back to what you just said again, yeah. it's gonna get worse. Well,
4: it's it's getting worse. As as we're talking right now, the the so um if like I said, I mentioned this before, how my colleagues, none of them are happy. Yeah. Um and you know, it's very difficult to get people you know, you want you wanna um say say I send you to a specialist to get you into a specialist. You can wait you can wait months to get in, you know, um to, to see weeks me. Weeks
1: are pretty normal. Yeah. Weeks are well, maybe weeks, months, months and weeks. Oh, months. yeah, no,
4: I know it can be. Yeah. And then with me, I'm filled up for the next month. I mean, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, just, just with the volume that I have, um, of people and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it, um, for the people who, who care enough that they're willing to go outside of insurance, they care about themselves enough that they want to go outside insurance.
1: Um, so fundamentally what you both want and we all want is for people to have enough, of enough of a capacity to normally take care of themselves that's mm-hmm. what you really want but they need help and they need yeah. time with that you, mm-hmm. it's not going to come right away some people you know don't need it some people
4: you know are intuitive they take care of themselves but you know what I, I never forget the one the one time uh, you know you feel, you feel like you don't need something but then when you need it you know you wish you had it yeah. right and then you know because like that woman who had colon cancer that I mentioned who died from it she wished that she would have listened to me um, right. I, I'm, it's, it's,
0: what? What? I was going to interject, and yeah, you can interject. Like so uh, I was going to say that <laughs> Like, call. get it all
1: out now before you go to dinner <laughs> That's
0: right. no, like, you and, you we're and not going to have anything to talk about I can, if I had a question for you I can communicate with you by text vice versa you can communicate with me I can do that with a lot of other people in my sphere if I had a question related to the taxes I can email, call the accountant, I can, the mechanic, something's on my car, I can call the mechanic. There's Um, a butt coming
1: up here, yeah.
0: You know, there's a million different specialties, people that I interact with. I'm like, hey, I have a question, might not be able to get to me right away. There's barriers when it comes to like your health. And those barriers are really tough. If you need to... Health in
1: quotes though, right?
0: Yeah, anything. There's barriers. Like you have... Knock on wood, we all want to try to be healthy and whatnot. But, you know, stuff happens. Your body changes. Your body ages. Things come about. You you don't live in isolation. You might have bad genes or whatnot. And say something happens to you. You have nobody to talk to. You want to talk to the doctor who's been seeing you for 20 years, whatever. Not
1: without dealing with these bad. Good
0: luck with, right, trying to break down about 20 fences, whether it's like time, access, talking directly to the person, hey, I just want to talk to you for 10 minutes. Well, yeah. you can't. And it's really, that leads to a level of frustration, uh, you know, and it's challenging. And that's yeah. why. And there's your... no reason that would, you know, there's and again, it's the imbalance. It's the imbalance of, of everything that things are uh, are off their course now. So what you were saying. Well,
1: probably have, I mean, not probably. I know for a fact they. Have been in certain respects for a long time, and this is just the particular context that is most obviously relevant for us. But I think right. to comment you just made, I'm willing to stamp mm. it and and put my name next to it. Everybody wants to be healthy. Everybody wants to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I haven't met anybody who doesn't. Right. Um, and even if they were to say they don't, I wouldn't believe them unless I really du- like unless we really dug into it. I don't, I don't think anybody doesn't want to. I think it's okay. biologically just built into <laughs> the reality of right. being a it's biological like wanna... organism. That everybody wants to take right. care of themselves right. and mm-hmm. be able to live healthily. There are many, many reasons as to why it's unnecessarily difficult. Agreed. And most importantly, uh, um, what I keep hearing for the three of us, especially you you two, is the the pure passion, the raw passion in that you give. I mean you guys give a shit to say the least <laughs>
0: thank you what really you comes like across same, i feel like in your business you you when you have someone who comes to you with you care. a problem yeah. right you want to do the best job you can do to reach get them to a different point in their you know where they came in versus where they left
3: mm-hmm.
0: and when you do that then you kind of see across the board you know where are the problems and in keith's line of work because he's an adult medicine doctor it's internal there's a lot of different systems going on so we talked earlier the nervous system but it could be you know metabolic it could be a lot of different kind of functions going on and they you have to have time to peel the layers of an onion and you don't get that time and
1: no you don't get that time and to your earlier points, you specifically, Vivi, the corporatization of Mm -hmm. and commodification of bodies and and people as just numbers is, of course, going to result in you not necessarily, you being the respective practitioner and and health specialist, maybe not even intentionally, probably not intentionally, not being able to care as much. Um, It gets literally in the way, pure and simple. And if you do care, you kind of have to, it seems like you're continuing to say it's going to get harder. It is already very hard. It's you're fine. going to have to get into your own lane, so to speak, yeah. and not be caught I up in see, the. I
4: see, I see it. These these poor physicians. And, and like you know people tell me, oh, you know, they come to see me and, you know, I had this horrible experience and, you know, look. I, I try to tell them you know, the physicians are working it's like a salmon swimming upstream I mean that's essentially what it is I mean they're these guys are having a very hard time but not actually getting there not actually getting there yeah it's yeah like a hamster on a wheel would be a better analogy. Well,
0: because you're not working, you're not <laughs> making decisions purely for yourself. You have to adhere to drug formularies. You have to adhere to prior authorization. You That's have to adhere to pre-search. You That's have the, to unquote, adhere to yeah. 40,000 bulletins that selective health insurance companies put out. And why didn't you read them? Because my... Well, you brought
1: up Hippocrates before we spoke. So basically health <laughs> and service. Health is... If health, health is wealth service... <laughs> health is... Yeah, wealth. and if health care doesn't... Have an inherent service-oriented, service-based foundation, then it's not health anymore. Is basically what you're pointing it's, out. It's, it's corporate. What she, yeah, she mentioned. It's basically mm-hmm. not health anymore. It's like that one patient. Among not on them. purpose per se, but it's,
0: right. it's It was no it, longer it, it, health by design. On pur- it was not meant by design, and no. it just
1: maybe it just, though it was actually we don't know there. I don't know that. That'd well, be might, really it, it, sad could, it could if it, into it was. This, into Some this it, people it, might have <laughs> there, Right. There is a potential. Malignant element in many, I think we know that many right. uh, corporate interests. But yes, maybe right. intentionally in the beginning, not the case, of course. Right. Okay. And that's largely irrelevant. The reality is, it is what it is now, and being reclaiming that service element is what I'm hearing thematically. The mm-hmm. and but also n- what I think could be relevant for another conversation. Although I'm happy to keep going, I'm just aware you have dinner. Uh, is okay, the <laughs> I'm good with your
0: good, whatever you
4: want. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not going, to... but I want to go home first.
1: And... Okay, yeah.
0: whatever, we're
3: good.
1: He wants we're to we're go good. home first. Everybody right? wants. Everybody has to know that. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Actually, Howard, the dog, the old dog, has to be let.
1: Before out. you go to okay. the, yeah, uh, okay. I'm gonna offend some place, but before you go to the cheesecake factory <laughs>
0: for dinner, we're yeah. not going to the cheesecake factory. Don't, I don't like that place. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Well, actually,
1: there's a fun little, I didn't plan that, but there's a fun detail. I think think this all has to actually be fun somehow for people to actually know. You want people to feel powerful. That's what I'm hearing, especially. You want them to to have knowledge to know what to do. You want them to feel powerful and know what to do. And a fun little side note is, actually, when you are normally able to take care of yourself on a moment-to-moment basis, breath by breath, Situation to situation, conversation to conversation, day to day, of course, you actually do have the freedom that everybody really wants, especially if you really want to have the fucking cheesecake, you can have the cheesecake, actually. <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah, you know what? That's interesting.
0: Because <laughs> you didn't eat the BLT for lunch. and <laughs> right. they, It's choices. Uh, right? the, it's it's right. choices
4: and it's moderation and it's balance. So, yeah, absolutely. Life is good. So to so bring so that back in there. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, you're right. right. Absolutely right. You're right. It's 100%. And I tell people that all the time. Even my diabetics, I say, you can enjoy life. You can have it every once in a while, but just don't do it every meal.
1: It's getting to the foundation where health is actually your normal state, though, that is unnecessarily complicated, unnecessarily hard. Um, It does take effort, but I I do believe, personally, it's unnecessarily hard, partly because of the... Actually, I think mostly because of the the neurological component. I was tempted earlier on when we were talking to say... People ask me what kind of supplements do I take, and I qualify the fact that it's, first off, let's recognize it's a supplement. So what does that mean? My lifestyle is the foundation. But when I take supplements, and I do, the only ones that I'm most excited about regularly is anything that supports a healthy nervous system through and through. The rest of it's just sometimes I take it, sometimes I don't. The only things that are staples are any supplement that supports my overall neurological well-being. Beats? The beach. Beach
0: well,
1: yeah uh be yeah yeah the bees uh actually those are not even the first ones on my list but sure yeah I do well I, we don't have to go into what I take but there's <laughs> I'm just pointing out that I don't think
3: right.
1: most I think what you want to get people to and we're all passionate about is making it the way I'm gonna use it easier to have a normally healthy experience right. mm-hmm. The balance factor is so big, though, and that's where we could tie in everything from centuries of information and influence, connecting to what's the difference with even Cleopatra, to your point and the Dead, right, Dead right. Sea, the distinctions that um, the modern medical system maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally bring to us, literal us humans, consumers in quotes, unfortunately at times, and on an even larger scale, the the Relationship to uh, all global affairs and how that's even connected. Because of course, your nervous system is a sponge for any information. You're a sponge for any information. And is that you, guys? Not me. Oh wow!
0: It's right near the speaker. Yeah.
1: So, if what what are we thinking? You want to get out of here, right? We could do it for like another fifteen. Is that fifteen. Right? Is we could good. do
0: fifteen. I'll tell you what. do I'll we pause come us back? at four thirty. Yeah. Uh, you want to book a nice session, and you can come back and try it. We'll yeah. come back and do oh, a part two yeah. if you want. i because I've done cryo. He has not. <laughs> can we not... do it in the
4: same t- in
1: the same thing? Well, we'll put both of them next to each other and yeah. make a nice little. I'll get rose petals. and well, will make do. a romantic evening out of can't it. You kidding me? I'll
0: be throwing ice at him. What are you kidding uh, me?
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> we right. tried. That's float. a fun. We tried floating together in a tank. People ask us if we do couples floats, and I'm yeah. real wary about it. First, because the business is called Ellen May Leave Me Alone. Yeah. Second, because we tried floating right. near each other, and I, I, am like trying <laughs> to if think VB how moves,
4: to. I like to sit still, and I kept on telling
1: her stop.
0: They're not big enough,
1: though. Come on, it's a silly idea, right? They're not big enough. You want to spread out? Actually, we did that, and it was. Oh, good. you did like it? No, no I didn't. No, we didn't, didn't like, like it. it.
0: We did shove. We on, did. She kept on moving. We did. They're not big enough. We were in the pod, and you know my. I nose. would only do it
1: if it's the size of at least two pots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we tried.
0: We small. tried. She's
1: very yeah. small, so she's...
0: We tried. <laughs> yeah, and,
4: but you're not gonna
1: cuddle. You're not gonna spoon.
4: No, no, you Yeah. No, well, you no, don't no, want no. That.
0: No. that. That becomes no, no, a whole like just, other level.
4: The reason we did it is we didn't have to clean up both rooms.
0: Right. We were just we didn't like cleaning two rooms. Well, did didn't work. Well, for
3: the
1: ice bath. Reunion will have the yeah, two tubs. Can you can do it together, more? it'll be fun. Like, th- we, yeah, could we'll that. That. we could definitely do yeah. that, absolutely. Get me- then, from the part here, two, out is very, very normal. I will plant the seed whether we take any time for it right now or then, um, because it gone, probably will be relevant though. I think you did start to say something before, before we started recording about the fact that you are from Israel and you, oh. um. <laughs> I'm curious if you have any comments on which that. part are we talk,
0: what part specifically? The
1: of? larger, I think the most macro in terms of this. Uh, so, what's interesting is okay, right, so context. Israel,
0: Middle East, Mediterranean. Um, yeah. Israel was, they had a happy index poll I read. I don't remember what country it was, but we're talking Israel 10, 15 years ago. With all its stress, and it's a pressure cooker, and there's a lot of people living in one place. And let's face it, in the past, it was in not the best neighborhood. Now they're making peace left and right with a lot of nations, that countries you wouldn't have thought ever. Abu Dhabi, Arab Emirates, Morocco wants to hang out. Turkey wants to be friends. It's it's amazing. Um, but uh, so with all the stress and all the stuff that's going on. It was really high up there in the happiness index, and they asked the representatives why, and they said because it's almost like the study hard, party hard um, motto. Because as much as you know, Israelis are Type A; they're they're always like running, they're always having you know, protective of your country, whatever, military service, bad neighborhood, socio economic. They really take pride in their two or four o'clock coffee and even if they all they're very into socializing and they're very into their friends remember we had this conversation with avi and they're almost very, like a blue zone it's almost it's you know that the term no don't but don't worry about it then. but it was like it's like a safe space yeah, like, like a military
4: term
1: no I, I won't take too much time explaining it, but blue zones of happiness is a phrase but that's interesting, um, but it's that but it's that but forget, that they it's not um, relevant to the military, but community and and but that's
0: it. Yeah. It's community based, and I do think it's community versus isolation and community that can relate on the same level that you are talking the same talk, the same pressures, the same stress, the same, you know that. The other thing is because it's the Mediterranean, you're talking Mediterranean diet, and you're talking an array of salads and dishes and whatnot, and you know even though you do have meat eaters like. Keith for a while was a plantarian and he went back to some meat um because no he's he, but but um it probably
1: yeah. served a purpose for losing weight though.
4: Um yeah, but it was after that. Um Oh, never mind then. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did it just to you know because I wanted to um and I tried it and because I'm, you were inspired by it. that the video which that was video, an amazing yeah. the
0: lifestyle uh the uh, life College of Lifestyle Medicine which we can talk again later okay. about a movie that he saw that was amazing and I'll fill you in. But I about. still am plant based. But You're I I, I, I eat meat yeah. every once in a while. Right. I don't yeah. eat it all right. the time. But but so Israel okay so as far as food culture it it they really do pride themselves on taking the various products from the land and it's just very mediterranean um, and yeah. there's something to it when you have most of your days or you know in sunny climatology as far as israel it, it's a melting Space, what's on the news and what is there? You walk into Jerusalem, it you have Druze, you have Bedouins, you have all you hear Arabic, you hear Hebrew, you have the Armenian churches, you have the Church of the Holy Sephiroth, which has every denomination. It's the coolest place ever. If it's like the whole world, it's a small world after all. And if you kind of get past <laughs> all the you know, all the politics, because listen, like you and I, like. I'll go on an aside in a minute, but if you can talk to the people and not like turn to a political side, you just find the diversity amazing. And on a small note, a couple years ago, we went to Puerto Rico on a mission. I wanted my kids to do something. We're like, you know, you're too comfortable. We need to like take you to somewhere to help something. It was after the hurricane and it was a, um, we, we found a mission and, um, someone on the mission was from Saudi Arabia and uh, he he the Saudi government was sponsoring him to learn at Jefferson University there was a uh, there's a program there on like like FEMA like rescue management i think in in one of their mosques they had that you remember like there was uh, people were being tra- were trampled something happened mm-hmm. and it was in mecca i don't remember where it was but anyway so he was here and we had the best conversations, and there's so many similarities amongst, you know, Arabs, Jews, whatnot, and and we, I'm like, listen, we could like solve world peace, and that was before Israel was like making peace with Saudi Arabia, like, they're, they've been talking yeah, for years, but now they're, they're talking, but that was like, it, and it's amazing, I think that experience, you know, what you like, sometimes you can't just read the cover of the book, you have to look in it, and so... Mm. I that's when I go to Israel and I'm on a plane and I see a um, a Christian missionary and then I see like people from all over the world and we get into like awesome conversations because it's a 14-hour plane ride and you're always meeting in the bathroom area. But I, I just think it's a really interesting experience and I, I think it's a very cool country and I think you have to dig deeper than what you see or what you used to see is like a two minute headline on the news. So I think I kind of covered it. Culinary, religious, let's see, and, culinary, you know, religious. I think I've covered. And, yeah, so. and
4: that's, that's important. So do you know, there, there's a ton of Arab, uh, Israeli citizens, which people don't realize, you know, it's funny. Like when you listen to the news, you think it's going to be one thing, but when you go there, that's why I, when I hear people, we, we have Jewish friends that oh, I'm not going to Israel. It's too dangerous. I'm mean, how do you listen? Go there. I mean, you know, it's not dangerous. It's 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 a beautiful place, and um, you know, it's uh, you can't listen to what the news says about well,
0: it. Well, I you, think you that's like everything. Then, you can't. Yeah. You have to educate yourself on anything. You can't take one point. You got to go. One and, point and of view. One side.
1: There's a lot of gray for for sure, and a lot of yeah, drawing jumping to conclusions and and having if to recognize you're jumping to conclusions and you have built in assumptions based on. X, Y, and Z influence and mm-hmm. news slash media could be one of them. Stories from other people in general, stories of stories of old in general.
0: And what's neat is it's so old, but it's so like I, I backpacked in Europe when I was eight, when I was eighteen. Keith, no, twenty-one. Keith backpacked too, and it, it's kind of cool because you kind of really do see the theme of history and as its a movement. side
4: note so I, I do uh, travel medicine by the way so any of your any of your <laughs> listeners a out there who a wanna, plug <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually certified to get a uh, yellow fever vaccine so if anybody's going to africa amazon basin i can give them all the vaccines they need
1: that's actually fun to know yeah we people, would go to people I probably would care about that i would honestly. love to go <laughs> and Maybe. i have passports i, I yeah. give
3: the
4: uh, the yellow who passports i have a stamper I, that
1: i out went them. to Niger. Uh, in 2008 mm. as part of the Peace Corps and had to get all that. That's very Fantastic. good. Were, were you in the Peace Corps? I was. So how long
0: did you, sir? That's pretty cool.
1: I, I only lasted four months, and then they closed the entire country actually not long after I left for mm. reasons we can get into some yeah, other time. Yeah, but I, got it. I Well, I'll tie it all in, especially because I want to respect your time. Mm. You just kind of hit on the value of diversity without saying yeah. those words yeah. and... and the reality of diversity and the need for diversity. And I can try to tie that in more specifically to some of what we've already talked about. Um, see how well I do. But I think part of what's, I like how you brought up your taking your son because he was too comfortable on a mission. I, I think in this cult, this general culture and specifically in this country, one of the unintended effects of quite a few influences, and I think some of them are very religious in their foundation is the um, individualism and you can do it all yourself and you can, not only can, but should be able to manage everything on your own, no matter what, period. And if you have to rely on somebody else for anything, not only is that weakness, but (laughs) really, damn, come on. And it's bullshit because support, nobody does anything on their own, really, and the support is not actually... The idea, the thinking behind support needs to change. You just highlighted how support isn't uh, just—it's not even really the right word with respect to what you were describing about community. It's just no. This is what we do. Why would you do it anywhere else? I have coffee. Why wouldn't you commune with (laughs) your neighbors and and probably create and probably collaborate and probably rely on each other and ask for support most specifically? Why wouldn't you? It's odd not to. So I think that gets actually to the medical challenges in a indirect way and so, in that there is a relationship between um, in this culture, the medical system, in the way that it's designed and thinking that you're going to... It's weird because it has an unintended, unintended consequences. On the one hand, you want to be able to take care of yourself. On the other hand, of course, you need to have the support. But the effect of the culture seems to cause, to some extent, this medical model where it's all on you no matter what. Um, It's quite odd. And one of the many ways that the beliefs around everything clearly have an influence, which is kind of what I keep thinking about with the nervous system and the, Mm -hmm. the deeper foundational elements of all of these components, as it's so much to do with beliefs whether we are conscious of it or not because sure. um, <clears throat> <laughs> it's actually not even it doesn't make sense to want to just get caught up in your own bubble because you get too comfortable like you said about your son you want to remember you're a global citizen and right. you need to be thinking of everybody else not just because it's a fun idea or a fancy v- virtue that you can put on the resume but because it actually matters for you too
0: yeah I think you have to leave your space to understand your space <laughs> and that
1: you know yes if you recognize there's more to reality than your little bubble slash world and on the largest relevant scale you're a global citizen right you of course have to recognize yeah you need to take care of yourself but everybody else is right. part of this with you
0: right, right. no
1: matter what they look like, or talk like, or mm-hmm. sound like, or blah blah right? blah.
0: Absolutely, I agree with you. <clears throat> mm-hmm. a lot well,
1: of- it's kind of what I got from what you said about Israel. I actually thought you might tie it in with current events, and I, we don't need to. <laughs> well, we have well,
0: a, Israel yeah, sitting. Saw. Israel. Israel's sitting right now on the border, or the border, on yeah. a nicer way. So we're sitting on the border of Poland as we speak. With uh, there's a lot of organizations that are sitting and they're saying. But Ireland too is waiving visa requirements for Ukrainian citizens to go to Ireland if they want. Okay. And um, Israel is sitting on the border of Poland, which reminds me of like my parents in World War II. But well, that's what to you're say, saying before, yeah, yeah, to like listen, if you can get to the border, if you want to. Well, now men can't leave. Women can, and children can leave. Men, they're being. Well, they're constr- encouraging that. They're, them. they're, they're yeah, telling up no. To they years old they, to, they, they, they know, have, have arm to stay to fight because they're in the. This, they're being, the cities, right. so, but if they, they're saying if you want to leave, you know they as a, like a couple of days ago get to the borders, which is like so horrific. What the hell did we learn from it's World horrible. War II, and you know we have learned nothing. Not we enough. have learned nothing. It's like it could it's, be a scene in 1939. You know, it's
4: it's very scary. With um, just, you know, I mean, you have two, you know, well, you have three nuclear powers. I mean, because China is is in the background, whether people believe it or not, they they're looking at what's going on, and um. Between Russia and the United States, it's, it's going to be very touchy. I mean, we've never—I don't think we've ever had this, um, out, you know, outside of World War II. Is
1: it still working? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Go politics I make mean, yeah.
0: strange it's just, it's, bedfellows. <laughs> it's a
4: scary—it's a scary situation. Um, I but have, it isn't
1: unique to quote unquote politics, which is a broader, more people, perhaps challenging it's point. Pe- it's a people it's in power. A thinking problem, and power is a power part of our Machiavelli. <laughs> well, they're, they're saying that, that Putin. There's there's
4: a, um, the, uh, I, on the news I was listening, there were um, reports that he's not acting rationally. Um, he's he's uh, frustrated. He's, make, he's yelling at his... I, I've heard this this no, morning. I he's mean, making I mean. irrational decisions. So this may be just on the basis of him not being well. You may hear more about that. Um, I don't know what validity that has. Um, I could tell you that um, I don't think he expected there to be such a resistance uh, from the Ukrainians. And, um, and
0: world outreach. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's it's very interesting. So I think I think China is looking at this very carefully um, because you know they have their eyes on Taiwan and um, you know they want a reunification as well um, with Taiwan. And th- this is, uh, I mean, China is by far, I think, much scarier than Russia. Um, they're yeah, they're huge. They got the biggest army on earth, I and they have these uh, hypersonic missiles that they're playing around with. The technology is you know more than us. We're, we're this is a pivotal point um you know and how it ends it's uh hopefully it doesn't but i'm I'm just happy to see that um i I know that um that um the rest of the world is stepping up
0: um Russian citizens are freaking out the Russians are, are they, they, yeah there was a huge demonstration in in, uh, they are, uh, yeah, and they were getting arrested to free, they were getting arrested you know good to, see you're it, uh, not to resist supposedly
4: so it makes There's you understand that gover- governments are governments but the people i mean we saw this in iran remember in iran when they yeah. were when they came out and they were protesting and they were they were pushed down by the government um but i think people want to be free they want to be like mm-hmm. with the health thing they want to be healthy and To have, to have this, but believe me, the United States is not. I mean, we're not. I mean, we're we're living free here, but there's still obstacles that the government has.
1: uh, um. I I play a lot with these common words like free and freedom and power and authority and hierarchy and order and structure and it's it's interesting to see how we have a lot of. I think we have a lot more to figure out with regard to all of those words, Mm -hmm. freedom and power. Pretty damn important, and Machiavelli's a funny side note, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> but I don't know if power inherently corrupts. It's not even important to determine whether that's true. But it is, I do think, as a culture, and global culture, <clears throat> we need to figure out how to recognize that the desire for power, for power's sake, is pathological mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. through. It's a disease. Right. Um, it's just a disease. There's nothing more to it. The desire for power, for power's sake, is yeah. There's nothing healthy about it. No, no. no. Um, <laughs> it's literally a sickness.
0: It is, and and you could see that. You could study that by looking yeah, at various yesterday. leaders yeah. throughout history. Maybe. You saw that yesterday. Oh, yeah, I got yelled at at, at, at <laughs> a place that I won't I won't mention, oh, but... It was funny. Where, We're not going to talk about Where there's mask optional. Maybe, maybe got yelled at And yesterday. I did not wear my mask, but the manager was mask-mongering and uh-huh. like, yelling at me that I didn't have my mask And the going. person
4: next to her wasn't wearing a mask, but they pointed but her out. But she
0: remembered me from a month ago when I had my mask down.
4: So we got and kicked I, out, basically. I, I didn't...
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. We won't talk about We won't say the name. You just said it. But we won't talk about it. No, no, didn't say it. He didn't say it. I didn't bring it up, you brought it up. But
4: I thought it was funny. I, was, I thought it was appropriate to mention. It it does. It's just because that, that woman was doing power because she was power-mongering. Well, she was a manager at this place and she was power-mongering. She wanted you you don't do what I tell you to do.
1: It's not irrelevant, but it speaks to God. the thoughtlessness of these yes. concepts and these paradigm you know these important details it speaks to the thoughtlessness that is very normal right in many situations and of course that doesn't mean the answers are always obvious or easy in fact they're often not no and that's okay Mm -hmm. living with the uh question marks is another necessary piece but yeah that isn't even worth going (laughs) into I
0: yelled that twice she called me to yell at me too I'm like really
1: (laughs) well to that point there are other current events so to speak significant global events that are relevant to us no matter what but I was thinking of course about Ukraine and and, I wasn't sure what
0: direction with Israel you were going on oh nowhere I was
1: you when we were talking earlier brought up those countries in the same sentence. So I was thinking, okay, she might have something Uh, with your background, something to say. And you did already. It's good. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I was going to say,
0: right. How much time time do you have? We did that thing.
1: As as a side note, I have have a big Ukrainian uh,
4: population that I take care of. Um,
1: I thought in the this part of Buck and your part of Bucks County was very either Russian or Ukrainian. It no, is
3: there yeah, is there's, have there's a big there's have a
4: huge and, Indian and Asian Indian population. Well, yeah, not only but Polish but, yeah. uh, population.
1: I
0: thought in that part of there Bucks is, County, There is, but, but yeah. you know it, what's in, what? What's What people were Russian, then they were Ukrainian, then they were Ukrainian, then they were Russian. It depends back on the leaders of where the country's uh, mm. border was. So okay. even though you could be born in Russia, your whole family moved to Ukraine because of uh, factors not controlled by you, but, or because you know. So it's like one and the with, same with
4: the Crimea invasion you yeah. know um, it was back then um, when was that that was 2014 it was yeah. during yeah. Obama's presidency. 14, 14. Yeah, 14. So, but these people um, who lived there they were telling and Georgia was age I think yeah, Georgia was before that but with with the Crimea um, the people who I knew had family members there and they were very active um, and they were telling us that there was people being killed like crazy and they were and one of them is a doctor who I know doctor friend and she you know she's Ukrainian and she's very active and um, she was actually helping, you know, people over there, and I, I just couldn't believe because the news wasn't reporting it at the time of all the deaths that were going on. It was it was a big deal.
1: I'm um, sure, yeah. no doubt.
4: But and I just don't remember in the news them really talking about it much it's, at the time. Just... I just don't re- not like now. Now it's obviously this well, is the, a big they're deal. gatekeepers. I mean, yeah. they
0: ga- they control what. They're gatekeepers. It's you know, it's that's sad. The deal. It's it's
4: really sad what's going on. I mean, it's, gate, gate it's, you it's have to be able to
0: read between you know, with gatekeeping. Yeah. You just
4: Well thank god for social media though, you can see what's going well, on because yes, this so stuff no, is stuff I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, well but yeah. No, but sense, <laughs> it brings the world smaller. Yeah. I mean it brings the world so you can see what's going over there. Um, if you
0: care to depending on how much you care to learn, you can learn. And depending on how much little you want to learn, you can also choose that. It's like you get what you you know. Look
1: well Yes, it. Uh, we do know. I think it's both are right. But the reality, either way, is you better think for yourself. You better know oh, right how now. to discern the information. You Correct. better not well, jump absolutely. to conclusions and yeah. make assumptions no, because most no. likely there's another camera angle that makes something that right. looks this way look. Right. The exact opposite. Like that meme with the tiger eating, eating Bingo. it's young. Yeah. You might you know what I'm talking about. Correct. That the angle yeah. is just carrying it. Yeah. That's a yeah. classic uh, meme. That's accurate. Yep. And we'll leave it there. I Probably. <laughs> <laughs> There's something to say after that one. <laughs> there is, but I know we've talked, we've mentioned the clock a few times, so. Do you yeah. want to get going? Yeah.
0: You want to do that and come yeah. back again? Yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. That's cool. yeah we'll do right. the Is that
1: okay? ice. Of course, yeah. it's always good. It's so, normal. Can I can I plug my spot? Somewhere? Yeah. yeah, and I'll so, plug it uh, <laughs> multiple times as well. But so, plug again. Uh, yeah. LMA mineral fluid. Tell you actually. Hang on a yeah. second. Why don't we take a commercial break? Well, I was thinking <laughs> I could.
0: be yeah, fun here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, hang on. You got time? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's Tony and me. Uh, Tony. uh, Hey. Hey. Yeah, I'll be quick. You're going to hit me with a rubber mallet. Move your can. I will. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that. That was part one. Stop it, Tony.
2: A lot of information.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And there's more in part two. So we're just going to let you go to part two. Um, They're both being released at the same time. So enjoy. And again, this was the end of season five. Season six is starting very soon gonna be a whole it's gonna be a different vibe it's gonna be a different feel we got a lot out in that intro as you know if you listened um
2: with any luck there'll be more people speaking um and uh, we'll try to crack an irreverent joke every now and then Uh, Mm um hopefully we won't lose our sponsors
1: (laughs) irreverence is the key uh, we may end up with just Ortiz Art though as a sponsor I think service events will stick with us um, probably Paul Philadelphia Table Company mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I don't think we're at any risk uh, Duck Donuts is changing uh,
0: Love Native those donuts. I'm not
1: really sure how much they actually sponsor us anymore huh. yeah you get a donut every now and then that's good We nice. don't even have the donuts anymore Damn it. plus I, I, I need to stop eating the donuts fatty <laughs> All right, thanks, everybody. Bye. You'll see you for part two of this one, and that'll be a wrap on season five. Toodles. Toodles.